Welcome to the Freak Easy Geeks. <laughs> How sweet. Fresh Geeks. I'm your co-host now, Johnny. Hey, Phantom Dan. No podcasting in the hallways. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> so delighted. Guys, welcome back to the Freak Easy spinoff oh. podcast of the Geek Easy. That was it? That, yeah, I was yeah. hoping you'd go through all of his one-liners, and, uh, and, 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 just, and our that, intro that would be two and a half hours. Every one-liner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I am your host, Scaring Jaren. I'm joined, as always, by Phantom Dan. <laughs> and we are featuring, co-starring, Plano Jonathan. Nothing rhymes with Jonathan. <laughs> Smonathan. Bronathan. Look, lots of things rhyme with Jonathan. Those are made up words. Chronathan. <laughs> See? You got it, dude. You I know. know. Say, Chronathan almost sounds like it should be a franchise we'll be reviewing at some point. <laughs> I hope it's as good as the Ghoulies. <laughs> it couldn't not be. Uh, so last week I had to start off the podcast by warning everybody that I was not going to be able to be a very partial uh, moderator, comment, <laughs> commenter, whatever, because I hated the ghoulies so much. Yeah. Um, this week I have to start off by warning everybody that uh, I'm not going to be able to be very partial because this is my jam. <laughs> yeah. This is my favorite. This is probably the reason I'm a horror guy. Oh, okay. It is the what I believe to be the most solid, complete, consistent franchise. In horror, if not movies, guys, we're talking Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, ooh, I am so excited. I am shocked. So excited. I had no idea. <laughs> you had no idea? <clears throat> he gave it away at the opening. That's, that's when true. That's uh, when I figured it out. That, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, all our fans will have had it given away when they click on the podcast. Yeah, that's true. They saw the so, title. Yeah. Well, you left us with that cliffhanger last week. Well, yeah, no. So that's the last thing I heard. Okay. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> right you watched Amazing. all the movies. Amazing. Uh, that was just a coincidence. Ah, right, you got me, John. You got me. <clears throat> ah, man, guys. So, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, nine movies. Nine? Eight. Nine. Uh, nine if you count the one we didn't rewatch because we've already covered Freddy yeah, versus Jason. Freddy, yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. That's right. Which which I count, but we yeah. we did not rewatch it. Yeah, we should have. I'm sure I'm sure I, it can come I, up I from just, time to time. That movie's that movie's way better than the remake and two <laughs> and two and two. <laughs> that yeah, movie's so right? much better than Woo. two. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> so uh, I always like to start out the freak easy by talking about our memories mm. of of the franchise. Um, and when I say when I said I said already that you know kind of the the nightmares are probably the reason. That I'm like a horror guy. These were the ones, you know, like definitely the first one I remember finding on 
USA up all night at a slumber party and being like, ooh, this is something I can't watch at home. We're going to watch every minute of this. Was it one of the uh, Joe Bob Briggs up all nights or one of the Rhonda Shears up all nights? Rhonda Shears. Okay. Because because after it, I remember specifically, was uh, Attack of the Killer Bimbos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, then, and then something called Razorback, which I think was bad, but I've never gone Is back Is that about to. a pig? I think so. Okay. Like, I think like a giant pig. Okay. That they, maybe they fight with a, like a bobcat at the end. All right. Bobcat versus Razorback. <laughs> sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Yeah. Sound, I'm, I'm never going back and watching. That sounds it. ghoulies. Yeah, it sounds like it was ahead of its time, honestly. <laughs> uh, sounds like something Sci-Fi Channel would make today. I also, I also don't, don't know if we finished that one or slept through half of it, because that would have been pretty late. But I definitely remember... Um, Catching some of the some of one of the nightmares, and I want to say it was Dream Warriors. We were young, too young to be watching it, probably. Yep. Yeah, um, but, but at least was, it was one of the awesome. really good ones. And then, at least it was one of the really good ones, which just means not two, <clears throat> right? Um, and then it just kind of like you know, it was definitely the nightmares were a standard go to because you know my friend was like, oh, we could watch these anytime, and I'm like, well, anytime I'm sleeping here. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. And and so then that's what we did for a while. And uh, as I got the, and as I was not scared of Freddy, then I was not necessarily scared of any other horror movie. Sure. So sure. you know, and and I don't. Know. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Freddy totally does feel like the uh, intro to the slasher films or intro to the horror films for a kid. Yeah. Um, especially people of our age who grew up in this era because like we, we talked about like the popularity of Jason and stuff when we were going over Friday the 13th, but man, Freddy Krueger was everywhere. Like it didn't matter how old you were. The fact that you had probably never even seen these movies. Right. Every kid on the playground knew who Freddy Krueger was. Yep. Every kid at Halloween wanted one of those Freddy Krueger gloves yep. with the, with the knives on it. I swear to God, Every, so many kids were running around the neighborhood at Halloween back when like neighborhoods would be full of kids on Halloween and half of them kids would have that stupid glove on. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Because like sure. everybody yeah. wanted that thing. I, I want one now. I, I mean, <laughs> right? I know. They're, they just look like fun to play with for yeah. sure. But that, that also kind of brings me to my next point. Like these movies clearly not made for kids, but they clearly knew that kids were into this sort of thing because we saw Freddy Krueger in the toy aisles. Even like there wasn't like dedicated action figures, but I specifically remember, and I just had to look them up to find them. But I specifically remember being in the toy aisles and seeing these little squirter, like these ball squirters that turns out were called Freddy spitballs. And they look oh, like I do they look like those. Freddy Krueger faces, and like they're the just the kind of toys where you'd fill them with water, and then they'd spit yeah. water out at you. But like things like that were in the toy aisle being sold to kids. Like yeah, Freddy Krueger had some wide wide appeal to to everybody back yeah. then. So I could totally see that being which is everybody's so intro to the horror movies. Weird when you think of the the background of the character. Yeah. And the you know no yeah, kidding like, like yeah when yeah. you really start to think about that like oh yeah this guy's technically yeah. a child molester slash child killer but yeah here's all these kids who love yeah Freddy but the Kruger. kids love him yeah <laughs> you know? oh interesting <laughs> well see I remember I remember him showing up everywhere you know like he would like he would host uh, video segments on MTV <laughs> yeah. he had you know he would show up on 
you know, up all night stuff. Yeah, sure. you know, uh, yeah, yeah, man. You know who was not shy about riding that one claim to fame? Dude. Robert England. Sure. Yeah. Dude, he had more power to him. Yeah, That's awesome. That's not, but yeah, like. That dude knew he had a niche and would go anywhere with it. Well, and that's another thing about Freddie, though, too. You know, we, we've seen, and we can talk about this. I'm sure this is going to come up, especially when we're talking about the remake. But, like, you know, we, we've we talked about in the Jason episode how, like, Kane Hodder kind of became known as the guy playing Jason. Mm-hmm. But Jason's a guy behind a mask. Right. He also doesn't really have much of a personality. Freddy Krueger is like like Robert England yeah. injected Freddy Krueger with a personality yeah. mm-hmm. to the point that like it's hard to separate those two yeah. like like you have to have Robert England as Freddy Krueger yeah. otherwise it doesn't feel like Freddy Krueger yeah. anymore. I would well, I would like to note not 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 in defense because I know you're not offending by any means but I will still say it's it as we talked about in that Friday the Thirteenth episode it is still super impressive that you could tell when. Kane Hodder was playing. Definitely. You know, definitely. like he still like he definitely brought something to it. But it is not the same. Yes. Like yeah, yes. like Freddie is all personality and that that grows and evolves as it goes along, uh-huh. but it's all Robert England all the time. Well and, and even though he's like caked under makeup, like you know, like his features and everything about him kind of like just makes that character. Yeah. The well, look, the look of the character. It's yeah. like, it's all Robert England. It's the actor. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and he was like a classically trained actor too, you know? And he, so he's not just, it's not like they just happened to look into him and he was like, oh, I'm a good Freddy. I'll just be Freddy. You know, like, like he was, he came to it with method yep. and, you know, was like, I'm going to make, I'm going to make this a thing. Yep. And, and he made it a thing. Yep. Um, I think, before the second one, they thought because during after the first one he knew, and so yeah. when they came to him for the second one, he was he was like, "Nah, I need all this. I need I need more money. I need a lot of money. Yeah, uh, I'm your star." And they were like, "You're a guy in a mask. You're, you're well. It's a makeup. You're you're a guy in makeup." And they tried to have somebody else just do it, and like right away, yeah. they were like, you know, they were like, we, yeah. "We shot with this guy three hours, and we called Robert England to give him what he wanted." Yeah. Well, uh, was it Eric Stoltz? That'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't think so. um, that should be a lesson to classically trained actors, also, or whatever. And I know we have a ton of them listening right now. But yeah. uh, uh, man, you're never too big for a role because that's something that a lot of guys who have that pedigree could have scoffed at the idea mm-hmm. of this. Uh, but instead, if you own it and have fun with it, you can be an icon forever. Right. You know. So. <clears throat> All right. We ready to jump into these things, jump man? Right yeah, let's do it. Right, let's I'm ready. Do it. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, Ooh, was baby. the first one. So you know, I can't I, believe it was that late. I, I, I was just gonna say, you know, it really came in. It probably came in at a time where it seemed like the slasher thing was getting ready to wrap up because i mean you know it had been going since the late 70s already sure yeah and you know yeah how many fridays do we already have under our belt by this point because those started at the end of the 70s right, right? yeah yeah uh, 79 was the first yeah, one I think and they so. were every year so we had at least and we, we had a year and skipped one so i think we had three or four by then okay um <clears throat> we had uh at least two <laughs> three two and a half <laughs> of the of the Halloweens by then, I think. So that's crazy. Then, yeah. yeah. So these this really did come in a little bit later, but man, it came and in swinging. It came in all the, and took over. <laughs> took you know? over. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It Freddy transcended and and like transcended immediately. And I think it had a lot to do because you know it's got the the dream demon thing, and it's it it, it came in and was different. You know, it wasn't just 
this you know it wasn't just the Springwood slasher running around with a glove gimmick you know mm-hmm. which it easily I feel like it easily could have been that sure. he's been like you know oh, what if we got this guy he's got knives for fingers that'd be <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah um, but Wes you know Wes Craven had a vision and took it a completely different way brought in supernatural elements with the slasher elements yeah it's great it's yeah. fantastic absolutely it is absolutely um so he had already done Wes Craven, had already done The Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left oh. when he did this one. So he was, you know, he, he talks about Last House on the Left. You know, he, he had been working with somebody who in like a, you know, production assistant type type role. And they made a couple movies and then they were like, hey, do you want to write something? And he was like, Sure. He's like, well, if you write something scary, I know we can sell it. And so he, in like a weekend, wrote Last House on the Left, and then they let him direct it. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> then he wanted to move away from horror and tried to write some other stuff, and nobody, nobody would get behind him to do other stuff. Um, and so then finally somebody was like, look, they want more horror from you. If you do something else horror, they'll get you, we'll get you some money and we'll get it made. So then he wrote, the Hills Have Eyes, and made that. Then it was time. Then, then I guess he was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm the horror guy now. Yeah. And then yeah. he made Nightmare, and then he was the horror guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and it's v- different vibes, too. Like, The Hills Have Eyes is such, like, a creepier kind of mm-hmm. movie than yeah. The Nightmares. Well, I guess than the way The Nightmares turned out to be. I guess they didn't start out super goofy. Right. But still, like, even the first one's got personality and and yeah. one-liners and yeah, you it know, definitely so. evolves from there but like but yeah, it starts at a base but, but yeah and, exactly and and i would say better pacing than any other horror movie yeah any yeah. other horror movie oh we talked about that while yeah. we were watching them like one of the things especially after just coming off the ghoulies and i don't want to just keep jumping back to that but like <laughs> we you know we we've been watching all these horror movies for the last few weeks again and the thing that we kind of noticed right away that you pointed out immediately is that like these movies don't waste any time just getting into it. Like they yeah. jump straight into the stuff that you want to see. And then the pacing from there never like slows down. It never gets boring. It never lags. It's like you're, yeah. It, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just really yeah. well paced. I want to hug every one of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. For not yeah. being every movie yeah. I've seen for the last it's, 10 years. I right. mean, like they don't, you know, so many horror movies or movies in general follow that terrible trope where, the thing that you want to see doesn't happen until the last 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they spend the entire movie building up to the thing you want to see. And then if it's not done well, it just fizzles out and it's terrible. At yeah. The yeah. End. But the Friday movies are not like that at all. Yeah. Like they yeah. just jump straight into well, it. And they are all 89, 95, 92. Like yeah. they're all right in that range. And it is even with the formula they have, they're so fast paced that yeah. it never gets old. Yeah. Even exactly. if you're watching them back to back to back, there's always something happening in yeah. these movies, you know? Yeah. And it just keeps you right in tune with it. And then, like you said, they don't build and build and build and keep it from you. And then give you a few minutes at the end to satisfy you. And then, you know, the movie's over two hours later. They give you a little bit of lead up. And then they just start hitting you with action, 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 action. And then it's done and the credits are rolling. Right. And you're just yeah. satisfied the whole time. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we start with Nightmare on Elm Street. And we start with, we open with Tina having a nightmare. And we see Freddy right away. 
you know, we see that we see the claws, we see him kind of chasing her, you know, um, the the creepy goat in the scary hallway, like like we we get like they really give you the gist of this movie like right away, right? Um, and I love, <clears throat> and then we meet so then we meet Tina's friends, and Tina's friends are Nancy and Glenn and Rob. Rod. 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 Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this movie a thousand times, I, but blanked on that, of course. Uh, Rod. Um, and, you know, the thing I, I also noticed about these movies is that they don't really set you up to hate anybody and want to see them get killed. You know, like, in the in the Fridays, which is probably the best, like, the Fridays and the Halloweens, which is probably, like, the best comparison. Yeah. They totally give you, like... You know, two or three sympathetic characters, and then three or four people that you just can't wait to see split yes. up in like a right yep. melon, yes. right? Yes, yes. Yep. So the, there's always a gaggle of brads. Yeah, <laughs> gaggle of brads. Yes. Gaggle of brads. Um, so you know, even this one, you know, they they kind of give you Rod, and you get the sense that Rod's a jerk right away, but not the same way like Teddy's a jerk. You know what I mean? Yes. And and even when they get to when when you get. In, when when Rod gets into trouble, you start to feel for him because he hasn't just been set up as like a total jerk, and he doesn't have any more idea what's going on right. than anybody else. Right, right. Yeah, that was uh, that was another thing that we did kind of keep tabs on while we mm-hmm. were going through these movies because you had at one point brought up saying, "Well, we always do that question of who we were looking forward to seeing die, but there's not really anybody that fits that bill in <laughs> yeah, these movies." Really not. And really, we didn't see that until the remake, right. which is really says kind of something about the remake, yep. I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I also love in the first one, um, Tina. We we start off kind of with Tina and they totally pull a Hitchcock mm-hmm. and Tina because you could watch you watch the beginning of that movie and Tina is definitely the heroine you know and she's she she's kind of the perspective character she's the one who's trying to figure out what's going on and warn everybody about Freddy and she's the one having nightmares and then she is the first one that Freddy murders horribly <laughs> and <laughs> and then the story switches and we and it switches to Nancy and Nancy becomes the heroine yep. Um, and and Nancy, played by Heather Langenkamp, might be the best horror heroine. Might she's be. she's awesome. She's she's got to be. I mean, they definitely up, up there. She's got to be up there. And they definitely set her up as the one that you like, just want to keep seeing too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. she gets brought back so many times, and it's always exciting to see her again. Yep. So, yeah. well, well, this franchise has a couple of great ones. Yes, yes yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, Glenn. Nancy's boyfriend, played by the debut star Johnny Depp. <laughs> I forgot his name was Glenn because I just listed him as Johnny Depp. <laughs> um, Johnny Depp. I always think it's a funny story. Johnny Depp actually was not did not want to be an actor. He was in L.A. Uh, he he went to be a waiter. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna move yes. to LA and be a waiter. That's my no. I, actually, he had a band and he was trying to get his band going. Oh, okay, and his band was. I assume I bet terrible. they were really good. I assume they were terrible. Probably really good. Because they couldn't That's get any guess. gigs. And he, but he had made some friends, and they were like, hey, man, you could probably score some some easy gigs and make a little extra money while you're trying to get this band thing going. And then he did Nightmare on Elm Street, his very first thing. He was and like, savvy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of course, Freddy picks off Rod, then picks off Glenn. Um, the other thing about this movie, they, they this one, 
more so than the rest, like the first two kills are easily explainable. You know, so so nobody's gonna believe them. You know, like like we see we <laughs> not, see later. Not if you saw it. But <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but, not yeah. if you saw it. No, but I mean, like but when the, when the cops show up when later. The cops and, yeah. the, when you're trying to tell the adults about this man in your dream, and clearly Rod is the one who killed Tina, yeah. and clearly Rod hung himself. Yeah. You know, it's not until we get to Glenn, who is actually the last kill in the movie, um, who blood volcanoes into his bed. Yeah. Uh, like before anybody's going. Well, now that just ain't natural. Right. That's cool, though. That's that's really neat, and it is something that, like, you, you know, it, it works really well, especially for the first one yeah. before mm-hmm. things get too bananas. Because yeah. you know, Freddy's kills get a little more outlandish as the series goes on. Yes. But but uh, I really like that aspect of it because you know, then you've got uh, you know the, these teenagers running around being like, you don't understand. There's this guy in our dreams. I mean, like that just makes you sound extra crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. When clearly. That kid just hung himself in prison yeah. because he didn't want to be in prison. You yeah. know, like I, I, I don't know. I really like that aspect yeah. of it for sure. For well, sure. I don't want to glaze past that that Tina kill too quick either, though, because that was that that's probably the most intense of it's, the series. Yeah, it's great, and it's so it's such a great setup and mm-hmm. such. I mean, that that scene is kind of terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. and uh, she's just so violently getting shaken around that room, yeah. and Rod's just sitting there watching her. What's not knowing on? what's going yeah, on, and she's yeah. just getting sliced up, and like I mean, she's again, sliding up the wall, yeah, and, and crawling Drug across around, the spun around, moving yeah. around, just dangling there or yep. whatever else, and 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 just just blood flying, yeah, and it is it is nuts, and it really does set you up. Like you you open up in that movie, and they've given you all these creepy vibes, and they're kind of setting her up with this heroine as the, as the heroine, like you said, and then they are just demolishing her, yeah, right. you know, yeah. like right there. And as the audience, you don't even know what's going on, and <clears throat> you just sort of start to realize what this movie really is and can be, and just how how much fun it is to watch, like the the. Uh, the uh, not the special effects, the uh, but they're they're the uh, dream sequences. No, they're not the, CG. They're uh, the practical, practical. The practical, practical, the practical effects, effects on practical that. Effects, and ha- yeah. and what a great and we can talk about it more when we get there. But when they <laughs> kind of redo this in the remake yeah. and it's garbage, yeah, <clears throat> you know, and yes. watching them in close proximity together, you really notice how big of a deal just actually filming the scene can make. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um. Well, and and that you know that's that's preceded by a whole great dream sequence probably one of the best dream sequences because that's the one where he first comes out and he stretches out his he's got the stretchy arms in the alley oh that's right he uh, does that right away yep. I, I don't know why i didn't remember that that was literally like one of the first things freddie does yeah the big stretchy arms yeah um it chops his fingers off and and lets her just and and just which is one of my favorite freddie moments because he chops his two fingers off and then he's just got he's just like uh, uh. <laughs> you know like you just got this look on his face like did you see that i can't believe it um <laughs> tina tina pulls his they're like wrestling at one point that's where she pulls his face off oh that's right yeah, yeah. That, that whole that whole sequence is man kicks yeah. kicks this whole franchise off yep and does it the right way yep. absolutely Absolutely, <clears throat> and they don't pull th- back from the throttle for like six more movies, so. right? Well, a little bit the second one, a little bit. Well, okay, that's right. They leapfrog the second one. <laughs> they they leapfrog in my mind. Yeah, they, my mind. <laughs> they definitely did. Um, <clears throat> so after after Tina dies, Nancy becomes a heroine. 
and she's she's pretty much on top of this whole Freddy thing like right away. That's that's the other thing that that's interesting about Nancy. You know, so so often in the slasher movies, you have any character that's has a tendency to just kind of wander around like, oh, what's what's going on? Why is this person dead? Why'd somebody steal my machete? Yeah. What's gonna you know like where you you know all this stuff where you're kind of like screaming at the the screen like come on you know nobody's this dumb and as we've talked about often in horror you just kind of let it go because if they just called the cops it's we don't have a movie right, <laughs> you right, know exactly. It'd be really boring yeah or the movie is just a bunch of cops dying or the movie is a bunch of cops <laughs> yeah. um which is that's a of, couple of the halloweens which, isn't which, it? which is also <laughs> one of my favorite movies <laughs> um yeah, yeah, and, and at, least, at least one of the <laughs> Halloweens for yeah. sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I say that was my joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one where yeah. the car like just drove in and like exploded and everything too? That <laughs> man, that scene was insane. <laughs> Bringing it all back. Bringing it all back. Um, all right. So Nancy, Nancy faces down Freddy, um, and she totally uh, she she sets up all those booby traps and figures out you can pull him out of his dream. Yeah. Right, because she pulls his she pulls his hat out at one point, and uh, so so her plan is to go in and get him and pull him out. <laughs> he has such a weird weakness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's also even is it is it really a weakness? Like, yeah, it gets him killed weakness. like five times. I mean, it gets him killed, <laughs> yeah. you know. But but he also gets pulled when he pulls out. He still has his his powers yeah you know like like you almost feel like they should pull him out and all of a sudden he's just like this burnt corpse he's just, he'd just be like ah! oh, it hurts so bad yeah. <laughs> the air the air yeah. burns <laughs> and he just kind of crumples and, yeah. and and whines no until... you're right they pull him out but he's <laughs> yeah. and they can kill him apparently there but yeah he still has yeah. all his dream powers <laughs> except also then sometimes they still light him on fire and he runs upstairs and attacks the mother man which yes. is what happens in this oh movie. my yes. goodness gracious yeah because <laughs> oh, yeah, you said johnny bananas. depp was the last kill i was like no no mm. hold on because yeah. her mother gets killed twice too you're, you're right. yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i i did i did forget about what a time for mother. her to run out of her closet vodka man <laughs> uh, it's, it's never yeah. a good time to yeah. run out of your closet vodka yeah i'd, I'd want to get attacked by a fire demon too if i ran out of closet <laughs> vodka um so so actually worth worth noting um the two names for this that that were that made them able to sell this movie john saxton who was like a uh long time you know he was he was like a young up-and-comer when like the studio system was still in place so John Saxon had been along. He plays Nancy's father. Yeah, yeah. He, um, uh, he. Uh, every, I kept looking at him and thinking of all the movies I had seen him in, and then I'd go look them up, and I realized that those were all Michael Ironside movies. <laughs> yeah. But like all of the movies that Michael Ironside wasn't in, like every movie that Michael Ironside wasn't in, John Saxon was in. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> He's That's in funny. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So in, in one of the one of the documentaries I was watching, he tells my one of my favorite stories. Um, because he, he says, you know, and he was he was like, you know, I, they, they wanted me to do this movie, and it's, it's, it's great. I showed up. And, you know, the, when I was there the first time, because he's, he's like, I worked a few days at the beginning and a few days at the end. And when I got there at the beginning, it was all these, all, you know, all these young people, you know, working just to be making a movie. And like, hey, mom, I'm making a movie. And, and no, you know, he's like, no judgment. I, I did that when I was their age, too. Um, and then when I came back, and they'd all been working 16-hour days for, for three months. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, nobody, nobody was in a good mood. And they, they were all, you know, they were all, they were all pissy then. And I'm like. That's awesome. I can see that. I can see that. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and the mother, Nancy's mother, Ronnie Blakely, 
uh, who is an Academy Award nominated actress, um, had like the most incredible. Was like in a band with like and friends with like John Denver and probably a really good band. Nashville. Do what? Probably a really good band. Really good band. Actor bands are always great, right? <laughs> no, she. she I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, but she was she was in the band first. Like she had a really successful band. Oh, it was a she successful was, band. It was a successful okay. band, and she was like, she yeah, she take had that, John. Yeah, I misunderstood. <laughs> she was like a big, and, and then she did she did the movie Nashville and some other movies that she was like nominated for Academy Awards for, and then she went on after Nightmare to do all kinds of um, uh, like uh, uh, social service work and and stuff like that. I was super impressed when I looked oh, her yeah. up. So if you're interested in that at all, go look her up. Cool. Um, I judged her in this movie because I thought she felt out of place. She just felt like I, I didn't feel like she was like I like I read like the reason I went and looked her up was because uh, in one of the uh, documentaries they were like, oh yeah, Academy nominated, and I was like, really? No way. Because <laughs> she just felt like you know everybody else was in this horror movie, and she came in. She was just so melodramatic, like totally a soap opera like actress soap in opera every actress. scene. Yeah. And I was just like, no way. No way. <laughs> Who is this lady? So I had to, I had to yeah, yeah she, she was pretty incredible, all things considered. So uh, Nancy, in the end, defeats Freddy, turns her back on him, takes away his power. Mm-hmm. And he disappears until he hasn't. Then, yeah. he, then he sucks her mom in the, in the, win, in the door. Mm-hmm. And, he's mom, the car. Yeah, and he's also the car yeah. that they drive on. Oh, yeah, all the friends, the all yeah. the friends are back alive. She like, gets in the car and drives off. Yep. But he's her the mom car. hadn't been fire tackled anymore. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then and then all hell breaks loose again. She was gonna stop drinking closet vodka. Or yeah, anybody so, she wasn't. Oh, uh when uh that that was the other thing I wanted to bring up too, is like there's that total like home alone sequence. Oh yeah. When, yeah. when yeah. she sets up all the booby traps yeah. and stuff yep. like that. Like yeah. it just played like <laughs> Like for sure, it, it made me look at Home Alone in a whole new light because yeah. I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street before, but not often, and yeah. it had been a long time, so I totally wasn't expecting that at all. And then as I was going through, I was like, "Man, uh, like I really, I, th- I think John Hughes might have just watched this and went, what if it was like an eight-year-old kid instead?' And maybe we'll make a trillion dollars. And not yeah. a dream you know? demon. Yeah, yeah not yeah. a dream demon. Yeah. Criminals, criminals, the wet bandits. Got it. Right in. <laughs> Uh okay, so that ending there. <laughs> you fell, I fell over that railing onto the stairs, and you could totally see the mattress yeah. you landed on. Oh yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Well, just uh, like just like when he gets he, when he gets set on fire, and he doesn't look like Robert Englund on fire. <laughs> he he looks, looks like he looks like he's got one of the uh, Ninja Turtle suits. Dude, yeah, the he's like so <laughs> fat. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, but that scene's insane yeah. because like that's all like got to be like one take because that dude like. He gets set on fire. He like runs through the basement, runs up the stairs, gets knocked down the stairs, runs back up the stairs, all while he's on fire. Right. That's insane. <laughs> it was, it like, was... like kudos to that guy for like <laughs> doing that stunt because that that yeah. would be a long time to be on fire for sure. It was it was the longest burn to date when he did it. Wow. And and I think I read somewhere that it it's like it still stands. I don't think anybody's done that's longer. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah that scene's cool. <laughs> I also sure. love when she's running through the house and she's breaking all the windows and screaming for her dad and that cop, that <laughs> yeah. random cop, just sitting across the street like, yeah, what's going on over there? <laughs> well, she, <laughs> what's she doing? She, right, so she calls, she, she calls her dad and yeah. she's like, hey, I'm going to go get this guy and when I got him, you need to come arrest him. And he's like, sure, baby, whatever. Get some sleep. And then he's like, <laughs> and he turns to that cop and he's like, hey, go watch my house 
and tell me if you see anything weird. That dude's like, like what? And he's yeah. like, anything. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah. I got yeah. it. And then, yeah, and then then she's like, breaks out the yeah, window, she, and she's yeah. like, get my dad! Yeah, she's smashing and windows like, and screaming. Yeah. He's like, is that weird enough yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seems pretty normal so far. Yeah, she smashes like three of them before he's like, oh, maybe I ought yeah. to... I'm going to go get her dad. Yeah. Oh, man. Let That's him know funny. something kind of weird's going on. See if this qualifies. <laughs> So, do we want to speculate on that ending at all? Like, I know that's just thinking about it probably too much for a horror movie. But, no, I think that's but they, they the do, fun of having that ending. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So, like, she she beats him. Right. You know, she's not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you anymore, and that's 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 how I'm going to win. And then he disappears or whatever. But then we get the ending where, like, oh, all her friends are alive. Oh, maybe it was just a dream the whole time. Everybody's good. But then the car is turns into the Freddy-mobile. And they speed off real fast with him laughing, and that's where the movie ends. So, and his, and his mom is, snatches his mom. Oh, window. and then he snatches her and pulls her through the window, <laughs> yeah. which is hilarious. Yes. I love best, that. Best effect in the movie. Uh, so, what's going on here? Like, is it like was the whole "I'm not afraid of you anymore" a trick? He tricked her. He set her up. This was all still part of the dream, and then he got her. Is that what we're supposed to think? Because obviously, Nancy comes back, but yeah. like. Well, Maybe I, they didn't know that at the time, yeah. obviously, because it's the first movie. Well, I th- I thought uh, later on in retrospect, I thought everything probably happened the way it did the first time, and then her waking up and everybody being alive was like a dream. Yes. more. Yes. and so she like she dreamed everybody being alive, and then she dreamed of being attacked again, and her mother being sucked through the through the window. But like that part was a dream. Really, Just a really, dream. the movie ended. Really, the when movie he, ended when, when he, he disappeared. When he and disappeared. I thought, didn't they even reference her mom being burned, like in a later movie or something? I think so. So that that led credence to that, right? Okay, um, gotcha. But not, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, so my theory is <clears throat> that Freddie can still terrorize her. So, like, you know, she turns around, she takes away his, his power, so he can't kill her, but he can still try to make her afraid. But if he, if she's not if she's not afraid, she can pull that trick every time, and he can, and he just can't kill her. So he can haunt her dreams all he wants, but he so can't now, actually. So, so she she wins the day. Well, that's she gonna gets be like hell for Freddie. But but also but kind of her too, right? Because that means she probably spends the next however many years still dreaming about Freddie and him not winning. But like, man, that's still got to suck dreaming about Freddie all the time, right? So yes. But that's why when she comes back in three, not to jump too far ahead, she's taking hypnosil, which hypnosil is the drug that makes you not dream. Oh, hey, okay. Yeah. There if we, we go. I mean, if we need to skip two and just go right to that. <laughs> no, we have to, we have to talk <laughs> about two. We probably <laughs> do that if we wanted to. Will the dream warriors. I'm hey, so when, uh, I'm running into it. Hey, dude, oh, straight, straight, straight up. When, I'm going to make you guys talk. I had to, to talk about four Goonies movies. When, we're talking uh, about had, Revenge had of Freddy. None of us Freddy's forced you into that except for Dan. <laughs> um, John, you made me watch the fourth one twice. I did not make you. You requested that. You can. You, that you was d- kind of don't you, you put that evil you're on the, me, yeah, Jared? You're the one that said you were going to stay because you wanted yeah. to. Listen, yeah. You wanted to take notes on it. So. If you had, if you had been if you had if you had watched it before I got there, <laughs> if you had stayed caught up with me and Dan, I wouldn't have even had that option. Well, and, and if I what, and, and, and if I had ever done. watched it before, I would have made sure you weren't allowed. I kept my door locked. <laughs> but. Uh, 
that's just not how it was. Hey, when the credits for the first Nightmare came on and that song just started blaring, I was straight up like, did, did John Carpenter write, write this song? And and because you guys have seen John Carpenter movies when he does uh, like like the Big Trouble in Little China yeah. song at the end and stuff like that. That's all I could think of <laughs> yeah. when that song started playing. <laughs> that I had, like I actually went and checked to see because so I was like I could picture him just show, rolling in and doing this. Real, what was real the song quick, at the end of the first Nightmare? I don't remember what it was called or whatever, but it just know, sounded mu- super campy well, and well, the music in all of these is so good. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I'll also, look. there was special thanks in at the end of one for uh, <laughs> one of the special thanks credits was Sam Raimi. Because uh, well, uh, in the first one, her or Glenn is watching Evil Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's I think, right. I think, I think, I think Nancy's that. watching it when she's yeah. one time when she's trying so, to stay awake. When was so I read something because I was reading the notes or whatever. What um, Evil Dead Two? What year was that one? Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Six or seven. Okay, so it wouldn't have been during this movie. No. So there, there is a a bit of okay that would have been during the Dream Warriors, right? So apparently, and I know we're jumping ahead, but you were just no, talking about this doesn't actually have anything to do with the movie, but like a fun little thing that apparently happened uh, behind the scenes is. Um, they were filming Evil Dead 2 around the same area as Dream Warriors was being filmed. Oh, wow. Apparently, Sam Raimi just straight got onto the set one night after they had finished or wrapped on Dream Warriors, and he stole the Kruger glove. <laughs> and he put the Kruger glove in the scene where Ash is in the tool shed and doing the chainsaw thing. The Kruger gloves in there in really? that scene because he stole it from the set of Dream oh, Warriors fantastic. and he put it he put it in the tool shed. Yeah, that's insane. so yeah, so that's apparently a thing that happened. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love movies. Yeah, <laughs> tell you man, there's nothing you can't beat guerrilla filmmaking. Uh, yeah, right. It's just so much fun. <laughs> so, Nightmare Two, oh. Freddy's Revenge is eighty five. So I mean they 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 fart this thing out in a year because we got to capitalize on the popularity of the first one. Yep. And man, did they blow it! Mercifully, that's also how many minutes it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, it's it's a bad movie. It's it's a bad nightmare. It's not entertaining. Night- Nightmare on Elm Street Two <clears throat> is the Ghoulies one of Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Man. Huh, yeah, because it's it's a little more boring than the others for sure. And doesn't it also like? Because I remember immediately being like, "Wow, they just kind of decided to totally throw rules out the window for this one. Yes. And they're just doing yeah. whatever they want." Yep. And because I remember questioning that, going, "Well, that's definitely not how the rest of the franchise is. What the heck happened with yeah. two? So yeah, like, right. yeah. it's also the Highlander two of Nightmare on Elm Street movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so there, there is the, so in the, in this one they sort of set the, uh, not a precedent, almost, almost kind of a rule that the the possibility, I guess, because uh, what what happen, what they kind of do is it seems like usually when the main kid uh, Jesse, right, yeah Jesse, when he is dreaming. Freddy can affect the real world and and murder people, and sometimes yeah. he does it by possessing Jesse. Yes, and, yes. And yeah. Sometimes he does it. Um, well, it's like which, there, there's there's like there's just not a lot of separation between Dream World and and real world. Yes. It's like Freddy uh, plays more like a like a wizard than right. a monster, but he's bad at being both yeah, in this yes. movie, <laughs> sure. and it's For just sure. lame. Yeah. 
Um, it's it's an interesting idea, I think, to have Freddy trying to possess somebody to affect the real world. Uh huh. You know, because being being confined to dreams could be frustrating, especially under the idea which which the idea with Freddy is always that like if you don't know about him, if you're not afraid of him, you know, like he has to be introduced. He can't just necessarily pick and be like, Oh, I'm gonna go murder this guy now. Like there has to be some connection to him. Uh-huh. So like the idea of Freddy being able to uh, wanting to possess somebody to to go kill in the real world feels like a thing. Yeah, man, they did it really bad. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, the 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 kid. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to say I don't, I don't I don't need to uh, disrespect Mark Patton. He's not good in this. It's the actor. Um, Robert England is back as Freddy. And even he is kind of doing his best with what they gave him. Yeah. But you still almost feel like he's still figuring it out. You know, he's figuring out that transition from like, oh, I'm going to do this scary character to like, okay, now I have to play this pop icon Freddy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, you know, because they, they're doing the possession thing. So like the Jesse, the main character, there's a lot of scenes where like, they're doing that, oh, was it actually him that did the kill? Or, like, you know, sometimes he'd be wearing the glove or right. whatever. And I don't know. This is kind of that thing, too, where it reminds me of um, Final Friday, where the it wasn't like, you know, the Jason thing was just jumping bodies or whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't really like the, the Jason Voorhees. It yeah. was just, like, people being possessed by Jason. Yeah. And, like... It's not what we came for. That's not what yeah. we came for. We yeah. didn't we didn't come for Jesse running around killing people. We want to see Freddy being Freddy, doing yep. Freddy things. So that's always a bit of a misguided thought process, I think. When when they're like, "We got this great idea. What if we do this crazy possession thing?" It's just not that's that is out of place for this type of movie mm-hmm. where you've got this icon right. that is kind of what's selling your movies. Right. So, yeah. Well, that's kind of how I felt here. Well, and then like they they start off with that sequence on the bus, and uh, like it's a decent dream sequence, but then Jesse just wakes up at the end of it, and so you're like, okay, so I think nothing happened then. Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, this movie's seriously 85 minutes, and I feel like it's what like 40 before there's another kill, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it definitely breaks the the pacing thing we were talking about that all the other ones yeah. are so good yeah, at. So. Exactly. So they made a lot of mistakes with two, but then they, I mean, they figured it out pretty quick and tightened it back up for later ones, I guess, at least. Um, and there's just, a, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of weird stuff in this movie that does not work. Well, so you kind of talked about too, like the weird blending between real life and the dream sequences where it's hard to tell what's really happening mm-hmm. where, and I remember the, the one scene specifically where I was so freaking confused on if we're doing dream thing, a real thing was the scene where he killed the coach right? because they do the thing where he like walks into the bar and I yeah, just well, thought, kinda, I just assumed he was dreaming for yeah. that scene. Well, well, it's like he sleepwalks out of his house. Yeah. But is he dreaming? Is he sleepwalking? Is he possessed? They never explain that. They at never all. explain yeah. it. He, and, and the way he goes they, into the bar, you know, they shoot the bar very, like it looks like a dream bar. You right. know what I yeah. mean? Like, cause like, 
it's like way over the top yep. with all the ruffians and the weird stuff going on in the bar. You <laughs> there's know, a, there's like, also a song playing in that scene that easily could have been by John Carpenter. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and like they're doing the thing where like he's walking because he's obviously a kid walking in the bar. So everybody's turning around and looking at him. So it looks like a dream sequence. Yep. And then he runs into his coach and then his coach, all of a sudden you're at the school and the coach is making him run laps. So it's like, cl- okay, clearly this is a dream because like his coach is a jerk in real life. Yeah. So he's having some sort of dream about the coach like yeah finding him at a bar making yeah. him do all this yeah. stuff that's totally freddy yep. just messing yep. with him but then but then they do like the whole scene where like all the equipment comes to life and starts murdering the coach right and you're like well what what is happening now is the coach the one having the dream like what's what is really happening yeah. here and then they do like he dies in the shower and then jesse's standing there like wearing the freddy glove or whatever like yep. he's the one that did the kill and it's just like I actually have no idea what just yeah, happened. Yeah. Like, was any actually, of this they a don't dream? show you like, the kill. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, not, it's not like yeah, it's not like Jesse comes out and slashes him. It's just there's like smoke and then he's dead and then yeah. Or well, I guess it's steam from the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He's dead and then Jesse's got the glove on. Yeah, and the whole thing just felt very confusing to yep. me because yep. I just yep. I really I couldn't tell what yep. what was supposed to be a dream, what was supposed to be real. Yeah. I guess none of it was a dream. Yeah. I guess it was all well, real. As I said, like I, even by the time you get to the end of the movie and you look back and you're like, I still have no idea what happened. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the end, the end is also super lame, because um, that's that's the one. So his girlfriend, who's not his girlfriend, chases him to that. So so that's the one also where they, uh, Freddy's like I almost feel like they watched whoever made this one watched the first one and got really confused because instead of being in the boiler room, he is like they put him in like this big steel iron factory oh, for yeah. no reason. Oh yeah, okay. And so like. Freddy, so the kid, Freddy takes control of the kid, and he turns into Freddy. Right. <laughs> which is super weird. Yeah. Um, but fine. It's, you know, it's a fun effect when Freddy chest bursts him. Yeah. Like a, like a xenomorph. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, then he runs around that pool for a little while, which looks dumb. Um, but then he then he runs to this steel factory, and so his his <laughs> girlfriend. That party scene is so down, dude. Because <laughs> all the kids are just like, ah, yeah. and they're just like toppling over themselves, and yeah. Freddy's just kind of like, man. Well, Meh. then like, there's like nothing going on. It, it's it's just... his, his, his dad runs out with a shotgun and yeah. and shoots almost in Freddy's general direction, kind of, <laughs> right. you know, randomly. Like you could have at least tried to aim for him or whatever. Yeah. Nah. yeah. There's a there's a, a bit of random meaningless trivia I can throw out at the guy who played. Jesse's dad as uh, Clue Gulliger, uh, who was in a lot of like I think he was in a, a lot of probably horror style um, movies. Uh, I can't remember all of them, but years and years later, his his kid won the director competition on the Bravo season of Project Greenlight. Remember that uh, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, yeah. Matt Damon show, uh-huh. and so he made uh, he made that movie Feast, yeah. which I think there's like nine of those or something ridiculous now. Whoa. Also, but that was from winning that contest to be on that show. Directly, and then Clue Gulliger ended up being in that also. He's like the bartender, I think, in like seven of the nine or something ridiculous. There's probably like four of them, but he's in more than one. Huh. <clears throat> I don't know that his kid ever worked again, but, <laughs> but at least he. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So so he runs out of the party, runs to this big factory. The girl chases him to the factory, and so like our big climactic scene. Um. There's the dogs with the faces on them. That's just looks oh, bad. Yeah. The, the dogs wearing the that. rubber yep. people masks. Yeah. Yep. 
And, and you know, like, that's one of those things. We Oof. talked about it, too, because it, it looks so bad and so obvious what it is. Yeah. And it's not scary. And it's one of those things. Like, I, I, when we're on set and we're shooting that, you know, we're all like, I guess this looks okay, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll do some effect with it and shoot some angles that'll, you know, it'll make it look creepy. It'll be all right. And, but you're, then you get into the editing bay and you're supposed to look at that and go, Ooh, ooh, we got to yeah. cut these yeah. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they, are not, they are not good. Yeah, see, it's either that or you're sitting there on set going, uh, we'll fix it in post. Yeah. yeah. And then you get to post and you're like, we're not, we're not fixing this. That's right. good, yeah. enough. good but, enough. But they couldn't cut that because that would have cut a, a third of their climax. <laughs> yeah. Because that happens. Then she goes in and there's like a mutant rat and it gets eaten by a mutant cat. Oh, yeah. What the. And then, and then she just catches Freddy and kisses him, and he bursts into flame, and Jesse comes back. Yeah. <laughs> the Freddy Krueger was killed by love <laughs> and fire. My only yeah. weakness. My only weakness. Kisses. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it's okay. so not good. Yeah. Any other thoughts on two? I'm, I'm free to move on. Yeah. My next thought is how good three is. So okay. let's, let's, let's just yeah, truck along. Let's do it. Dream Warriors, go. Uh, Dream Warriors is great. So uh, good. 80, Eighty-seven. So we got. So so that was eighty. So we got two years. Okay. We got two years. For the one they, one for them to think about what they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then one for them yeah. to fix it. It took some time yeah. this time. Yeah. All right, we need to um, rethink this, guys. So this one, they actually they actually took some time. Um, uh, Wes Craven wrote a version of the script. Um, he he wrote the first script, and uh, I guess it was. It 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 seems like it it had an influence on the final script, um, but I think his imagination. It seemed like his imagination ran away with him because all they kept saying is that it was. He wrote this script that we just could. It was unshootable. We just couldn't do it. So I don't know what that. They never explained quite what that meant. So I had read something that the thing that Wes Craven wanted to do for three was a plot where Freddy came into the real world and started messing with the cast. And the studio said, no, don't do that. And then he eventually did that yeah. with New Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so I had read something that that's what he wanted to do for three, but mm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they, they talk about the idea. Um, the Dream Warriors was his idea. Uh-huh. Um, he talked about having a thing where the Dream Warriors were coming in alone. And there's this real weird... Well, it's like it, it's it seems weird because all these kids seem to be coming to the city to kill themselves. Yeah, and they're not killing themselves; they're being picked off by Freddy one by one. Right, right. Um, but that that's all he ever talked about. Okay, all right. Um, and and that that, that idea kind of flows through a bit because what we get is these kids, all these kids in a mental institution yes, mm-hmm. yes. that are all being terrorized by Freddy, uh-huh. but n- nobody believes them. Right, right. Yeah. Which is a great concept. And that kind of shows up a little bit in six, also, but we can talk about that mm-hmm. when we get when we get there. <clears throat> now, I don't know if what's craving anything to do with six or not. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, no, I think I think three is the last one he has until until New Nightmare. Okay. The last one he has any direct participation with. Um, we also get Nancy back. Heather Langenkamp comes yeah, back. Yeah, we do. Was this the first one that started off with uh, a quote at the beginning, or did the first two do that? I think the first the first two did that. They all do that. Oh, do they all yeah, do that? They okay, do that. I think it was the first one I really noticed it because that Edgar yeah. Allan quote, Edgar Allan Poe quote popped up, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, badass. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. They all they all start with a quote. Um, and Larry Fishburne. And, and Larry Fishburne and Patricia Arquette. This one's kind of stacked. Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> That's the one. Well, uh, hi, Pee Wee. In the flesh. Well, hi, Pee Wee. John Saxon is back. Uh, so Dream Warriors, really good. What do you guys got to so say? So good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this, so. this might be my my favorite now that I'm looking back on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, like, this movie is just so fun. And, like, even watching it, like, I've seen this one a bunch. Um, and, uh, even like just sitting down and watching it together, like we had so much fun while we were watching it yeah. and there's, there's like such, you know, there's a bunch of goofy stuff in it, but it's like goofy in that way that like, it's awesome, you know? Yeah. And like, we, we always joke about, um, we were joking a lot about, um, the I'm punk, the wizard master, the wizard, ma- I'm the wizard master. And then he's just the worst wizard ever. <laughs> Dude, kills a, me, kills me. He's a ghoulies wizard. Yeah. He's a ghoulies wizard. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. well, that's the, th- cause we get to that scene where he's going to like use his wizard ma- master powers on Freddy. And he's like, doing the powers or whatever but then he like goes running up to freddy and i was like why is he charging (laughs) freddy that's not a good idea and jaron goes well how else is he gonna lightning choke him (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh good point ghoulies wizard yeah uh uh but also like uh the girl with the switchblades and like the punker girl you know because she's beautiful and bad (laughs) i love it dude i love it so much dude that her hair is amazeballs (laughs) well they they, they, it's this this is such strong execution yeah movie wise as opposed to you know coming off a two where nothing worked and in Uh this one they've got some kind of outlandish concepts but they work beautifully like they set that whole idea up of well what if we just take control ourselves while we're in there and then we can do all this badass stuff and obviously it doesn't work out for them right for them for the most part of the end but it's 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 way different than a bunch of teenagers just running for their lives and being terrified it's like they decide to take that stand and you find out that they can control dream world themselves you know yeah it's it's a really cool idea to expand on the dreaming thing to be like oh well what if they're just you know they're imagining themselves being able to do all this cool stuff, you know, like the good side of a dream. I think that's such a great concept to battle Freddy. Like, Oh, well I'll just think about myself having superpowers and now I can fight Freddy. Like that's a great idea. Yep. That is so cool. So yeah. And it's got, I mean, it's got some really cool, death scenes in this one totally so, uh, well this is where the death scenes really start i feel they, yeah like. they really start this is to, where they get that yep. that that freddy krueger yeah. like that what you would think of as a freddy krueger yeah. kill starts happening yeah. really in this and, movie and the whole like they there's the the series takes this step where they really start putting every movie from now on has this group of kids and like we talked about earlier none of them have like those jerk kids that you just expect to want to die yeah right. they're all friendly and good and they're all kids you can usually root for um but they they bring together such weird demographics you know yeah. and even movie to movie so it's like we've got the wizard kid in this one yeah. and then we've got the mute kid like everybody has their thing we've yeah. got the you know the the Kincaid. the the chick that was oh, yeah. uh you know Kincaid. she was kind of a junkie but then like she's a badass in the yeah. dreams and oh, stuff Kincaid's like that great. yeah and that flows through movie to movie is you just have it's like you have a representation of all these different like uh trope groups yeah. From like high school or whatever, yeah, yeah. in in these friend groups together, and then they all get their moment, and the moment leads to uh, a, anybody watching this movie, especially teenagers and stuff like that. Like this whole series, you can find someone in these three movies here specifically to identify with. Like somebody's into the stuff you were into. Everybody gets their 
fight moment. Everybody gets their kill, and some of the kills are, you know, kind of lame because there's a bunch of them, but some of them are really cool, and they they really try to do something different with a lot of this stuff, and I love how you can you can watch them trying new concepts, trying new camera tricks, trying new special effects stuff. Some of it, even when it really does not work, even when you watch one and it just ends up being super cheesy, you can still respect the effort that they're really going out of their way to take this formula that works and not mess with the formula at all, but mix new concepts and ideas and techniques into it to keep it fresh. And it just, it flows through for, you know, what, four movies in a row, mm-hmm. almost flawlessly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it all starts really with this one, you know, yeah, like the first absolutely. one set up the concept. The second one was just a garbage runoff. And then three is where they kickstart what right. the franchise really is. Yeah. And the, and the first one, the, the, it's almost like you feel like they look back at, that opening, well, not the opening sequence, but that first kill, Tina's kill. Yeah. And they were like, man, what if they were all like that? Yep. And then they just let it go, you yep. know? And yep. and it, and it kind of comes to that thing that you can almost see, I don't know that necessarily this was like their idea, but with two, it was almost like they were trying to ground it a little bit. Like, well, what if this kid's possessed and he's doing the killing? Yeah. Right? And in three, they're just like, what if everything was just bananas bonkers and you could do whatever you wanted? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a dream, isn't that the whole point? Yeah. Bananas bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and and and, and yes, and yes, it is. You know, um, <laughs> I love so so Patricia Arquette, who is Kristen. Yes, um, she has the ability to pull people into her dreams. So that's how all these kids are now able to come into the dream together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the first time. It's got that great scene. The first time she pulls Nancy into her dream and she's there's a giant freddy snake who's about to swallow her and nancy runs in and stabs it with the the mirror and it spits it spits Kristen out and it looks at, at nancy and it just goes you yeah. yeah and she's like oh my god he's back i love that scene. That's, so good yeah it's such also, a good it's, scene it's yeah. such a good scene and it's one of the best effects like that snake freddy is Creepy and yep. disgusting, and it's just yep. so good. Well, yeah. like, what, like when Nancy first walked on, I had that moment because I, I have seen these. I thought I had seen all of these before. I thought I had watched them with you mm-hmm. several years ago. Going back through this, I'm sure I had seen this one before. I think I probably had seen at least up through five, but I'm not positive. I definitely had not seen six or seven. Okay, um, but I, I don't have a solid. Like, I have memories of kills. I didn't have a a strong memory of the storyline, and I didn't remember Nancy being back. Right. So when she showed back up, I got super excited. Yeah. And then when she first gets pulled into that dream and Freddy first sees her and has that interaction, like, I get, I got a double dose of that feeling again because I got to feel it through Freddy going, ah, you know, it it was really well done. And her hair is huge. Oh, it's it's full. Yeah. It's full eighties. For, for, for the time, <laughs> it was moderate. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's not in Texas, Danny. Come on. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so Freddie starts picking off these poor kids. Yep. That first. That first kid when he gets blood marionetted. That was gonna. Uh, that, I was gonna that, that was that awesome. Up. That is yeah. one of the best kills, yeah. man. Yeah. That it was is, great. For sure. Oh man. So. His tendons are out of his arm. Yeah, yes. they rip his tendons. Yeah. Walk him down the hall. Oh, well, I love man. like when that one kid sees him through the window and starts like screaming at him, and then tells his friend to go get help. But like his friend's like the mute kid. Yeah. So he's like sending the mute kid to go get help, and yeah. so the mute kid's just running around like waving his arms and pointing, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, like trying to get people's attention, and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I also love that. Uh, 
because that this also has the primetime kill. Welcome to primetime kill. Yeah, where he smashes that girl's head into the. Yeah, that was like so the second good. one. And yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, that was well, one of those that was really simple, but super yes, cool. Super cool. Yeah. Um, I also love making the joke all the time because like. Uh, you know, some of these, some of these, you know, when he marionettes the kid, it looks like the kid sleepwalked up and killed himself, yep. right? Yep. Um, and you when, can't, he, when he, when he TVs that kid, it looks yeah. like she catapulted yeah. herself <laughs> you three feet that, into that, the that air. That girl did not kill herself by first. diving into the TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Dude, what, if, love, but what love, if she did? That's a great effect, <laughs> too. <laughs> but what though. if she did? The must, head, must have caught herself by surprise. <laughs> I love how the Freddy head pops out of the top of the TV. Uh-huh. And you got like that silver Freddy head, uh-huh. and then you got the big robot arms. Oh, it's so good. Dude. It's so good. And all practical effects, man. The practical, you know. It's, it means so much. It really does. There's so much more fun to look at, even when they're not good. Uh-huh. Right? They're still you know fun I mean? to look yes, at. Yes, they're so always much more saying. fun to yes, look at. Yes, than, well, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I yeah. was saying. Like, even when they try stuff that doesn't work, mm, you can respect mm-hmm. the effort Man, the, right. well, this so is much. The, this is the movie, too, where we get, like, the skeleton Freddy fight, I was going right? to say, yeah. yes. And so. I love the skeleton Freddy Well, even fight. that when he, when, he, when, he, when he first, like, shows up and they got that little claymation, like, action going on, yeah. which they only did. It was only for, like, a second or whatever. But it was a puppet. Yeah. He turns into one of the puppets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so and that too. was so. I thought that was so well done uh, for what it was there. And then, like later on, when they do the skeleton thing, straight Jason and the Argonauts. Yes. Yep. Style. So, so yeah. the other doctor, Doctor Neil Gordon, who has been these kids' doctors before Nancy shows up, he's he's trying to figure this whole Freddy thing out, and he goes and talks to Nancy's dad, and they they figure. And, well, he's also seen um, Mary, mother, mother Mary. What's is that? What's her name? Oh, that's right. This it's, is well, the one where it's, they it's introduce. Mo- yeah, it's Freddie's mom. It's Amanda Kruger. Yes. Um, but they're calling her Muddy, Muddy, Muddy Mother Mary. <laughs> Muddy Mother Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I think they call her Mother Mary Francis. Okay. Um, and so he doesn't figure out it's her, but she's t- she keeps telling him, he's got to be buried. He's got to be laid to rest. He must be laid to rest in consecrated ground. Yeah. So yeah. finally he goes and gets um, him and John Saxon, who's back. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's back. Yeah. Um, they, they go to, they, they go and they had hid the body. All the parents had, had hid the body. I guess we didn't even talk about that. The, that the parents had killed Freddy. So that yeah, we yeah, always, yeah, we were actually we really never got into the mythos when we yeah, were talking about one. Right, we we jump we jump past that. The mythos being, and I assume everybody knows the Freddy mythos that the parents of Elm Street, uh, Freddy Krueger was a child murderer. He got off on a technicality. When they caught him, they had to release him on a technicality. So all the parents on Elm Street hunted him down and burned him to death. Right, right, and uh, I want to make this distinction too because we noticed this while we were watching them Mm -hmm. they don't really refer to him as a child molester right he's a child killer yeah he was the springwood slasher yeah now there was like a scene where there was a they showed a newspaper and it said like child molester burned alive in his house so like that was like there but they always focused on him being more of a serial killer of kids and not a molester yeah yeah i I noticed that really like that was really a thing throughout these yeah and i'm assuming we'll get into that deeper when we get into the i just wanted to bring that up now before we get into i'll save i'll save the rest for later (laughs) yeah yeah um so so but i think that's always in, in these early ones in the earlier ones specifically i always love that kind of extra added layer because while all these parents are kind of oh you're crazy kid oh you know this it's you know come back down to earth like 
all these parents one time hunted a man down and murdered him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I just like that. Well, extra... and all the, all these all these kids are randomly talking about the guy they chased down and and yes. burned and and murdered. You yes. know? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So that was that was what he originally was just coming after the kids of the parents. Right? Yeah, right. But then with these other movies, it just kind of expanded into yeah other kids. You know, so. well, and that's and that's one of the things that they did in two because and sometimes gets pointed to in the second one when he's at that pool scene there's the one moment where he said you're all my children now and that's him expanding his influence to Interesting. any yeah. of the any of yeah. the kids cuz now not they've just, all seen yeah. him and now right. they all know he's there well and so he also now. like he also got all the kids except for Nancy right in the first one right you know yeah, yeah. so i guess like when you i guess when you ascend to the realm of dream demon you <laughs> you get your revenge and then you got to go to work yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you gotta go to work. You gotta make the sale. <laughs> a always B B C killing. <laughs> um. Okay, so John Saxon and this other doctor have to go, and and they they go to bury Freddy, but as soon as they pull out his skeleton, it comes to life and fights him. So yep. good, it's so good. <laughs> yep. I love this scene so much. Yeah. It's so good. It's amazing. Well, well it's it's great because it's got it's that stop motion yeah. overlay of of the Freddy skeleton, and he beats him up with shovels and half berries. So and 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 also he can't. So so he. He can't inhabit that and the dream realm because he leaves. He's in the act of killing That's the kids. Right, he leaves the dream and he leaves to that to bring the skeleton to right. life to try to stop them from yeah. doing what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is another thing, like I really love about this franchise, and I can't even. I couldn't sit here and, and write down what the rules are because they are right. confusing. But it does seem to always play by yeah. rules, you know. Like it never they, completely throws itself out the window, except for pretty much in two. They flex. Two, they yeah. flex a little bit. Yeah, but, for sure, for yeah, sure. You know, but yeah, but, but there's at least a structure there. For you know, sure. but it's not like you know, some of these movies. It's like uh, there's such they never they never bother to explain or go back or do anything. They just completely will randomly change them series to series or movie yeah. to installment to installment. Mm-hmm. This one always has sort of a framework and For they'll sure. alter it and they'll bend it, yeah. but, but it's always, there's always, you know, a, a structure to it. Yep. Um, but after, after he beats up, after he beats him up and goes back in to kill, he goes back in and kills Nancy. Oh, he kills her dad too. He kills, he kills yeah, her kills dad, her as, dad a as a skeleton. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then they he goes, yep. yep. And then he goes back in and kills, kills Nancy, which, I believe he is now able to kill Nancy because she is afraid for the kids. Not, oh, not so. look at that! Smart. So that's my yeah. that's my Smart. that's my head yeah. in there. Yeah. So all those years he couldn't kill her because yeah. she wasn't afraid of him anymore. Yeah, she knew she could just take his power away. Say, well, if if that's not what they intended, that's better. So that, that's <laughs> yeah. what we're running with. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Should we talk about how terrible these psychiatrists are? At some point too. Like I mean, I know they were eighty psychiatrists, but they really play as like fifty psychiatrists. Man. They're just browbeating these yeah, poor nurse, kids. It's like nurse, you only want to kill yourself because you're weak and stupid. Yeah, yeah nurse, yeah. nurse ratchet. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, like even the even the the uh, what's his name? Like the main uh, doctor before Nancy shows up. Like Doctor Gordon. Yeah, like early on, especially has a tendency to just be like, you know, well, you only want to do this because you're weak. You got to fight out of it. You know, whatever. Like I don't, I don't think that's. I don't think that's how you approach right, this, Doc. Right, yeah. You know? Definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. <clears throat> so then he ends up, he does end up, he, he's only knocked out. He's not dead. So he does end up climbing out of the fra- grave that Freddie almost buried dead. him in. <laughs> not quite dead yet. 
and he and he buries Freddy, throws some holy water on him, which I would like to point out is not consecrating the ground. It's just throwing holy water on. Yeah, wouldn't on, you have to like, like say prayers or something or like I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the routine <laughs> Maybe is. Maybe if the water just holy dumping enough. the water on there probably isn't right. I love the when yeah. he steals like all that stuff from that church. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he steals the holy water, he steals that crucifix, and that priest is like, "What are you doing?" He's like, yeah. oh, "I'm just gonna borrow this. Here's my here's my wallet. I'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. back." <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, but then he, but then he didn't get. I assume he didn't get his wallet back because he totally buried that crucifix with Freddy. Yeah. What the oh. <laughs> the priest is just like, where's my crucifix? Yeah. I'll give you this back. I think, he just, had to, I think Which... he just had to confess his sins and then he gets his wallet back. Oh, okay. I think that's how it works. Uh, okay, that's the rule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I went I went and I went and I, I watched a drunk get killed by a skeleton and then I buried him. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So so I do have to if if I have one complaint about this movie. Um, it's the end of Freddy because we've we've had so much because the dream sequences are great and you know all the kids are trying to come together and fight him and he kills Nancy and he's a skeleton we have the skeleton fight um, but then when we when he goes away they throw he just spins around and light shines out of him and he disappears <laughs> and that's it Freddy's dead yeah, he's like, dead yeah. they got him yeah. like, like for real this that's, time though that's the best we can do <laughs> like he's just gonna spin around and light's gonna come out of him and then we're done yeah. all right fine fine. The spinning is his only weakness. Got got to leave this, it open. The spinning is my only weakness. <laughs> so we can look at it and go, he's definitely not dead. He's coming back. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought this was it. You thought it was yeah, it? Yeah, I thought oh, they had man. him this time. Oh man. Um, I, I the I enjoy the way they leave these. Not, I don't know. I feel like they they, they don't go for like the real cliffhanger like they did in the you know in the first two they go real heavy on the cliffhanger. Like in this one, um, Patricia Arquette had been building like a toothpick model of Nancy's house. Yeah. yeah. And at the end, we just see a light come on in the window. Yeah. And then it plays Dream Warriors, which is the greatest, yes. greatest mm-hmm. movie theme Dream of all time. Um, but, but you know, like it's not like Freddy's hand comes out of the, you know what I mean? It doesn't come bursting up out of the... Yeah. Uh, bong yeah the ground or anything <laughs> it, it just is skeleton hand this is so, so good so, yeah. good. It, it, so it, good it it i think you know this and this really saved the franchise um it made it made it fun i think this is the one too uh where freddie became fun you know i mean he definitely wasn't fun in two <laughs> <laughs> you right, know? right. Um, and the no, first one, the first one, one, they were still trying to make him kind of scary and threatening. Yes. And, and in this one, this one definitely set the formula, right, for the the, the Freddy movie that you know. Yep. That's that's this movie right here starts it off. This movie also kind of kicks off a mini trilogy within the movies. Yep. Yeah. Which I like. Yep. Yep. I like. Yeah. So. I can't wait till we're done with like the first. Uh, six or seven, so we can just talk about the general structure of the franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. Well, let's move to four. Move to four. Let's do it. So we open four with uh, Kristen is back, although she's played by a different actor. Yes. She's played by your friend which Tuesday was, Night, right? That's right. Tuesday Night. Which I was totally into because. Uh, I'm in a movie with Tuesday Night. I didn't actually oh, mean Tuesday yeah. Night, but oh, I'm in a movie with I'm Tuesday lame. Night. <laughs> I thought I thought you knew something. It's called the bloody thanks, man. Thanks for thanks for setting thanks right. for setting us up for nothing. See you guys Dan. later. So. <laughs> now I'm not a uh, general like Patricia's probably the least worst Arquette. 
depending <laughs> on your feelings on David, which mine are mixed. Okay. So it depends on the project, probably. But I'm not much of a fan, regardless. So like when it showed up and it was somebody else, yeah. I was like, oh, it's Kristen. Oh, but but isn't that Patricia Arquette? Cool. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I I would generally agree i guess i don't know i'm not a patricia arquette fan but i love her in the in the third one yeah and it seems a shame that she couldn't come back for the 10 minutes that a, she's in this there one a story behind that or do you uh, know? not that i could find okay i think she had already kind of been a, i think she had gone on to do something else and she was already kind of like no patricia arquette she's, yeah maybe got, she didn't got, want to do it yep. if she didn't get to have the whole movie got, or got something. too big got maybe. too big for the role too quick yeah <laughs> Or she, or our cats, man. You never know, man. It might have just been. Uh, I mean, this, this, these, these are huge movies. They're still not like summer blockbusters. So no, it might just have yeah. been like, hey, you want to do this thing? No, cool. We didn't want to pay you to do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> yeah. <laughs> Tuesday night, you wanna, you wanna make rent this month? Yeah, yeah. thought so. You're Kristen. Come on. <laughs> You're Kristen. <laughs> um, and she's good. She, she. Although, like, I guess my one complaint, like, I, she doesn't feel like Kristen at all to me and I in in saying that I don't know that like Patricia's Patricia Arquette's Kristen was such a rich character that like I really got to know her you know what I mean like like, I mean we did she was great in that movie but is there anything that really makes her stand out as like oh this is this is Kristen that Tuesday night didn't do yeah exactly like it was it was one of those things where at first you're like oh it's a different actor I kind of always kind of bothers me but like literally a couple minutes in I was over it yeah for sure for sure yeah this is Kristen cool got it following the story yeah so it was fine um so right away she's having a scary dream and pulls in Kincaid and Joey. That's right. Yeah, who, are, we get... who were the other two survivors from Three? Yeah, yeah. Um, which they were both played by the same actors. Yeah. So it was for it was really awesome to see them back. Yeah. And I think that I think that's the thing that maybe makes Tuesday Night stand out so great is like right away Joey and Kincaid show up and you're like, who is this? Who is Tuesday Night? Come on, your parents couldn't name you something real. Like, let's get. What are we doing here? <laughs> That has so, to be a stage name, right? It probably I is. I would assume. It probably is. I would assume. Um, but they tell her, so so they, they immediately, she's like, oh, I've got a bad feeling. And they're both like, come on, Freddy's, Freddy's dead. And they're in the, bo- they take her to the boiler room. And they're yeah. like, oh, the pipes are cold. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. Which was also super cool. Yeah. 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 It's a cool scene. Um, and then they go to school the next day. We meet some of Kristen's new friends. Um, Alice. Yeah. They're all out of the psych ward. They're all just in. Yeah. Back in school now. Yeah. And like everything's them. normal and fine. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And now we get our, you know, our, our big group of kids that don't seem like they should belong together based on their interests. But, <laughs> right. But, right. But it works great. Right. 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 Um, Alice, who is a uh, shy, shy girl. Her brother, Rick, who is the master of Cronati. Yeah. Cronati. <laughs> <laughs> I That's way it. better. My my note just says this dude definitely doesn't know karate. It's <laughs> <laughs> such movie karate. Yeah, it's amazing. Sure. 80s movie karate. Man. Um Sheila, who is our nerd girl. Yeah. Um super smart girl. And Debbie, who is our weightlifter girl. I didn't know that was a <laughs> You didn't know that was a movie trope. I didn't know that was a movie trope. The weightlifter girl. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny because like she could be such a character, like oh what a what a you know in in, in like oh what a unexpected character the strong weightlifter is a girl, um, except she just plays like such a 
flat character trope, even though she's not. <laughs> you, right. know, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like her only personality trait is, oh, I lift weight and I eat healthy. I eat, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. I eat healthy foods. Like, yeah. Okay, great. Um, but then Kincaid's dog pees Freddie back to life. A dog named Jason. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, fire man. pissed Freddie back that's to life. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. That is so great. Yeah, dude, the fire pee had me had me rolling yeah uh, <laughs> hilarious which which is a great scene because they're back in the he, he dreams he ends up back in the uh uh like the car yard rec, yeah, the, the, the rec yard. The, yeah i don't know why the junkyard junkyard yeah um oh we also didn't talk about uh neat little easter egg in three yeah the trunk of the car that they hid freddie in was totally christine yep oh nice yeah yep. Yep. Good awesome stuff. good stuff um so, Freddy comes back to life, kills Kincaid right away. Poor Kincaid. Poor Kincaid. I loved Kincaid. He made it all the way through the last yeah. movie and not this one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Although he did he did dump that car on Freddy first. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He totally did. Yeah. I love it. Um, which which actually seems strong. You know, I, I didn't make the complaint when we were talking about 3 that uh, Kincaid, and, oh, in Kincaid's dreams, he's super strong. He doesn't do anything that I couldn't do in real life. Like, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not, not well, that I'm super strong, but like I have literally, like, like when he's showing off his power the first time when they're all kind of yeah. in a group, he's like, I'm super strong. And he picks up this chair and starts bending the chair. I've literally done that. Yeah. Usually the opposite because I'm putting it back after it's already bent, <laughs> you know, but I've literally done that. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself, Jared. Well, I think you're super strong. Well, thank you. Well, was it, was it? Kristen, who aside from her ability to pull people <laughs> yeah. in her dreams, her dream power is that she can do flips. Yeah, <laughs> I can I'm, do. A, I'm a gymnast. Hey, yeah. you ever tried to do a flip? It's hard. <laughs> well, 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 but then also just like because everybody else had superpowers, right? Yeah, yeah. And the kids like you know the the one girl she's beautiful and bad, and the other kid you know he's the he's the wizard master, she's the best. and and Kincaid's super strong, and they're like, what can you do, Kristen? And she's like, oh look. Cartwheel. A cartwheel. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, okay, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, but it's great because the, there's continuity because they do that with her in this movie too. Because straight up in her dream, she's like doing crazy flips and stuff. It's like, oh, that's right. She's using her dream superpower. That's, that's Gymnastics. Right. <laughs> so so uh, we'll talk about that. Getting back to four, and and here again we've got this amazing pacing because we right like right away you know we've we've got the creepy dream. Where Kristen's like, oh, I think he's coming back. And everybody's like, no, you're dumb. We meet all the kids. <laughs> no, you're dumb. We meet all the kids that are going to get murdered. And yeah. then Freddy, Freddy comes back to life, murders Kincaid, then immediately goes and murders Joey, then immediately goes and murders. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like they just start this pace. Boom, boom, boom. boom, yeah. boom let's get to it. <coughs> um, so, he, so he murders Joey, sucks him inside the, the waterbed, which is, which is one of my, like. That's a great I, kill. It's, it's a great yeah. kill. Um, his mom comes in, so so there's the the pinup girl. We well, also he, he also lays that uh, how's this for a wet dream one liner <laughs> yes, on the kid, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. and then sucks him down and yeah, comes then, up yeah. through the bed. Freddie comes up through the bed and takes him down. But then when his mom finds the dead body, he is inside the water bed. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's so good. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I'm super disappointed that we never got any kind of aftermath of anybody. Trying to explain <laughs> how that happened. How he got, yeah, how he you know? killed himself yeah. by yeah, getting nobody, in the water bath. Yeah, nobody believes in Fred. Like, oh, right. he must have, he must have, he must have killed himself. He drowned himself. Well, how did he do that? Climbed inside his waterbed. <laughs> yeah. What? But how did he do <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I really like two. Um, <laughs> he, must, he must have fell in the hole and got caught. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do the uh, they do the kill with um, uh, the smart girl too. Oh yeah, and the cla- yeah, with, the, which is pretty intense. Want to suck it, face? Yeah, and uh, like he just like well that one's very cartoony. Like it's very yeah. cartoony, Freddy, because like he just sucks <clears throat> the air out of her and she turns yeah. into like a flat like. Like she looks like, like a deflated balloon. Yeah, yeah, like a deflated balloon. Like she she looks like uh, she looks like uh, Christopher Lloyd from Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah, uh, yep. <laughs> Remember yep. me, Yeti? Yep. <laughs> um, but like when they cut back to her in the classroom, it's like she's just having an asthma attack. Yes. Yeah. And so everybody basically just thinks she died of her asthma. So that's yeah. that's pretty intense too. Well, well, so that and so that's after. Yeah, because because Alice has to watch that happen. Yeah, because yeah. that's after um, uh, Kristen pulls Alice when Freddie's murdering Kristen. Judge, she pulls Judge Doom. Sorry, I just remembered his name. Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, Judge oh, Doom. Yeah, Judge Doom. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think that came out the year before this. I think oh. that was '87. Oh. So this is a rare instance of uh, <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street not setting that trend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Kristen pulls Alice into her dream, and right before Freddy kills her, Kristen gives Alice her power. That's right. That's right. Yep. Take my power! She yeah. yells. Yep. <laughs> well, there's also that when because uh, uh, Kristen gets dosed with all those sleeping pills, and they've got that. And, and wasn't that that was? Oh yeah, her mom. Yeah, yeah her yeah. mom doses. Yeah, her mom doses her to put and her to she, sleep. And yep. she's just like trying to fight that off and yep. kind of wandering. And that, that, like that was a really cool. That was a really well shot scene of her trying to fight back against that. Yeah. Like trying to get she everything looking, set up. And she was looking for under the bed coffee pot from the yeah. last movie. <laughs> 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 I love that scene, and I forgot about that because there's that scene where like her mom comes in and like takes her coffee pot away and storms out of the room, and then she just slides another coffee pot <laughs> out from under the bed. I was like, oh, <laughs> hidden coffee pot. <laughs> Oldest trick in the book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love how coffee is a good way to fight Freddy, though. Right. They're always just like, gotta That's, have all the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this was before Red Bull, bro. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so now Alice, uh, and so this here again, we we get in this one. It's it's really the rule uh, where Freddy uses Alice to pull everyone, everyone he kills. Cause he, he keeps coming to her when he shows up in her dream. He's like, bring me somebody else, Yeah, you know? And, and she accidentally brings somebody else. Cause she doesn't figure out how the, anything of this is happening. Yeah. Um, and this is, I, this is a great one too. This has, this has great kills. This has the bug kill, which is it's awesome. It's, it makes my skin crawl. I'm not, yep. I'm not creeped out by bugs. Well, or horror movie scenes, and this one makes my skin. The cool. beginning of this one is well. Let's say it's awful. a it's a double whammy because of the arm thing. The arm thing with the barbell. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that is just cringe yeah. worthy yeah. when that happens. But yeah. yeah, then she gets the bug well, arms. I said, as soon as those arm. arms snapped, I was like, all right, this one's already a good one. Yeah, like it yeah. didn't need anything more. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, like now we can just stab her and we're be done with it. And instead, she just starts growing these giant bug arms, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Well, that's one that they set up at the beginning of the movie too, because they did that thing where she like stomped that bug to death. Yep. And they remember because it was like, oh, uh, what do you got against bugs yeah. or whatever? Give the bug a break. Give the bug yep. a break. Yeah. yeah. And then so then that's how she. I was dies. Like, this is the this is the one where I started to notice that uh, 
Like, kids just regularly die horrible, horrible deaths in this town, and uh, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> the school doesn't care. Yeah. Nobody mourns. The teachers don't bring it up. There's not, like, well, a day off for, you know, dude, like... They're, they're really good at closure, because I don't know if you notice, every single one of these funerals, next morning. It always yeah. feels like, yeah. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> next morning. Yeah, I was say, there will be a funeral, but, like, everybody's still got to be a class on time. <laughs> right. You know? Right. <laughs> well, Springwood... Seems a lot like dairy, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just, just how it is. Yeah. Um, so, so this is great. Uh, we, t- we talked about what a great horror heroine Nancy was. Yeah. Uh, Alice blows me away. Yeah. Like, I don't remember noticing necessarily before this, this watch through. I mean, I've always loved Alice because she's great. She's a star of 4 and 5. Right. But, man, she is, she holds this, this movie together. Yeah. And makes it makes it better than just Freddie yep. dancing around, <laughs> yeah. you know, being yeah, Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you you mentioned her being the nerdy girl and everything too, and they to- they totally like this is like the she's all that. They of totally. Yeah, I was just getting ready to bring know, that like, up because she totally transforms mm-hmm. into this. <laughs> she runs home to get cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she's got to be beautiful and bad. She's got to be beautiful and bad. Yeah. That mon- that montage is one of the funniest <laughs> things I have ever seen because they're just doing this this Rambo montage, all these close ups of her putting all this like. These you know these studded bracelets on and, Dude, and she's getting she's all like, well they're all like, memories so so they're all so she's been collecting so somehow when Kristen gave her power it upgraded so that now she gets everybody who dies she gets their power yeah so she's been collecting everybody's power yeah. and so she goes home and and she's also like she's studding up but she's also putting on. Like a keepsake from everybody yeah. who died, which I did not catch that. So that that, that does make it more awesome. Yeah, because yeah. it it's kind of funny to look like she like fumbles through her underwear drawer to find this one studded bracelet that was yep. hidden yeah. in there. Yeah. And she yeah. puts it on. Well, but regardless, like they just yeah. have these close up moments of them getting this stuff done, and it's just like those Rambo scenes where you know he's like getting ready to go into the jungle and just start blowing people to smithereens, yeah. and they got the music playing and all that stuff. But I, as the audience, know that like the next step after she's gotten all badass is to go take a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. Um, so she goes, and and this one has kind of a big blowout at the end because Alice goes and uh, totally dream ninja fights uh, uh, Freddy. Yeah, and also. Can we just talk about how much better her Cronati looked yep. than Glenn's? <laughs> yeah, yep. totally. Yep. <laughs> I was about to say, like, if she's stealing powers from people, then where did she get the karate? <laughs> right. Um, and she uses she uses that uh, the one gadget that the nerd girl had made her, and like blows a hole in Freddy. Uh, Freddy also gets super. I, I was noticing this time, and I'm sure I've noticed before, but it stuck out to me this time because I was watching it a little more critically. Um, he he says a bunch of stuff that sounds mythic in this one. You know, this is the one where because because he says to her at one point, "I've been guarding my gate for a long time," and this is where he starts doing the "I am eternal" stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and this one more than anyone too. He he start is more. Where he starts collecting souls, like in the other ones, it's just like he's just he's killing people, yeah, you know. But the like 
soul collecting aspect is not. Well, it's like John said, he got all his revenge, so now he had to go to work. Yeah, so, I guess so. <laughs> now, now he's got a soul quota. This is his yeah. work, apparently. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got a soul quota. Got it. No, he's got he's got to guard his gate. But yeah, he, like this is where we get to see like the his body, right? With yeah, the, all the oh, faces yeah, and everything. She, on yeah, it. yeah. Because yep. she went in he's that scene in that in the in the nightmare diner or whatever. You know what he's yeah. like? If the, mm-hmm. if the if the food doesn't kill you, the service will or whatever. Right. <laughs> and then he picks up that uh, little Rick meatball. <laughs> that oh, dude. That thing's like so gross. Oh, yeah. it's nasty. Anytime yeah. somebody eats somebody in, something in these movies, it's gross. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I also love the, the diner scene because he, he feels so out of – because he comes in he's like – you know, normally he like hits a one-liner and cackles, right? Yeah. And this one he's like – if the food doesn't get you, the service will. Like, he doesn't even, like, really lunch. It's like, he's like, I've been, I've been saving that one. Yeah. Okay, all right, Freddie. I'm trying some new bits. Oh, boy. Uh, um, but this is the one. So, so we get a – I complained about Freddie's death in the last one. This one is phenomenal mm-hmm. because this is the one where all those souls tear themselves out yes. of his chest and his body, and he's got the little arms – Coming out of his arm and pulling the claw into him. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And they just, all the souls just rip him to pieces. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. Yep. It's yep. amazing. This is another great movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I this love, is, they I have love. really hit their stride yeah. with yes. like three and four. And I will even say going into five. Like, I, yeah. I love this little mini trilogy yeah. in the yep. middle here. I love four a bunch. But four, yeah, four yeah. is very good. We, I, I like four better than three. Do you? I, I, think, I can't even argue with that because yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Like we turned that movie off, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm a, this uh, is so good." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a total Rennie Harlan mark. Yeah, also, and this is a this is one of his his He's his great. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, um, that he made, and it's it's so 80s and so Rennie Harlan and so Freddy. <laughs> like all these things that I love, pour all of themselves into this movie. Yeah, and yeah. it I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I also think Freddie still keeps a little bit of threat. He's still a little threatening. He's not. He's not like a cartoon character here, right? As much. Um, he, I mean, he was fine. He was, he, I think he had that too. I feel like the Freddie and three and four are the same Freddie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yes, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think well, these movies really do feel like they flow into each other nicely. So well, know? yeah. Like they yep. they they really feel like proper sequels of one another. Yes. And and honestly, like one really fits with that too. Like I keep talking about these three being like a a trilogy in the middle, which is totally true. But one is absolutely yeah. part of that. Yes, it's like a trilogy. It's like a trilogy that sequels one. Yes. And can we just pretend two didn't happen? Right. Exactly. Like if you just knock two out and you have one, yep. three, four, five, that's mm-hmm. like a super good contained story. Yeah, right yeah. for there. sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, and then and you know that's. Uh, because you have this like main trilogy, like I feel like this, like three, four, and five is what the franchise is. Yeah. If you look back on it, these are the movies right, right. here. Yes. I think we'll we'll talk about six more in a little bit here, but like six, I think I I, I enjoy six very much as an epilogue. Uh-huh. I think it's got some real strength and some real goofiness and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. but I love it. And then one is almost like the like a like a prequel, but a really good prequel. That just happened to actually come out before, you know, the <laughs> rest of them. It was our Freddie Origins yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and two's just kind of that, you know, that garbage one that that showed up because the franchise had to go off track somewhere. Yeah. Except instead of one of the last, because a lot of times you have those franchises where 
they'll be a great franchise and then they'll do the last part and it's just god awful yeah. and then like a while yeah. later they'll come back and and do another halfway decent like follow up right. so yeah. that the last one isn't terrible <laughs> yeah. i feel like it's just like that sort of done in reverse yeah. it's like <laughs> nice. it's the second instead of instead of the, it's the it's the second one instead of the next to last one yep. in in this um but but it's such a such a great overall you yeah. know uh, uh, just franchise feel all the way through totally. and, and like you were saying earlier how strong it is for a horror franchise mm-hmm. and and you said even just for movies in general and i fully agree with that i mean yeah. there's definitely franchises i like more there's definitely franchises that are you know i'm sure better films or however you want to judge it it's all right. subjective there it goes but there <laughs> I, I can't think of anything that quite rivals the overall um the way this one fits together so well for sure yeah i agree <clears> with that um so let's talk about five not a ton to say about five. Five five is kind of the the lesser follow up to Dream Warriors and Dream Master. Yeah, is Dream Child. The Dream Child. Yeah. Um, so five is well, even even there, it's following the perfect trilogy <clears throat> format of right. you know, great first one, as yep. good or better second one, and then the third one, live you know, lives it's up. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I think it it deserves it, it gets it should get a lot of credit. Like Alice's story is like the perfect sequel mm-hmm. for, for in, in five, you know, like she comes through, she, you really feel all, all the growth she went through in four. You feel that in the fifth one. Cause um, like, like her dad. So in, in fourth in, in the fourth one, she's kind of the shy girl. Let's people walk on her until she stands up to Freddie. Um, and her dad is kind of this drunk who gives her a hard time and, and expects her to cook dinner and stuff. And then like the first thing we see in the next one is like dad, kind of hung hung back like she's yeah. graduated in high school yeah. and dad kind of hung to the back and she thought he didn't come but then there yeah. he is and he's like i didn't want to embarrass you and like that and she's like you didn't embarrass me you know and that just feels so like wow this girl stood up to him at one point yeah and he has not recovered from it even yeah. though she obviously still yeah does not like yeah hammer him for it, you know what well, i mean and like, he's, like he's better he's right yes. himself he's got yep. to be and that's the that, the other thing we're talking about the characterizations in this movie, like in general, mm-hmm. even the parents, you know, like yeah. uh, you know, Nancy's dad yep. was, yeah, you know, her mom was kind of terrible, but not not the worst by yeah. any means. Um, but her dad was great. The, well, you know, you in, you in totally, once you find out like about her mom, you totally get like that whole. She's probably carrying some for guilt sure, and for sure, trauma exactly. that she's drink, trying exactly. to drink away. Exactly. You know? I was yeah, just saying, like sure. they never really redeem her because she gets murdered, <laughs> but it's not like quite like the just the randomly abusive parent that right. you see in a lot right. of these movies, you know, yep. by any means. And then like Alice's dad, you know, I mean, he's da- he could easily have steered right into that, right. but he was never that bad. He was just kind of a screw off yeah. the first time he shows up, and then and now he's totally like rehabilitating himself for his kid right. uh, after losing his other kid yep. um, in in this next follow up here. And so it's like even the parents you can root for for the most part in, yeah. in the in these movies, and it's just it's it's so refreshing to not have. Those, some of those tropes show right. up, you know, like because you're just expecting to hate this person or for them to be generally awful or whatever else, and you instead you get some pretty decent characters. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I I feel in five that Freddy has gone full cartoon in this oh, one. For sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, there, there is no threat left to Freddy, but in this one. They they had such a vision for these dream sequences. These dream sequences are so f- surreal, and 
you know, they all feel like, man, crazy dreams I've had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So I, I feel like that adds some of the threat that Freddie is lacking because Freddie just shows up and dances and cuts one-liners and then yeah. maybe well, sometimes uh, that, he he claws somebody. Like I, I I noted most of his one-liners from uh, three and four, mm-hmm. so I thought that would be a neat archive to have. Yep. And gave up immediately on five because the first yeah. time he shows up, I, and I don't, I did, I, I don't remember what they were. I didn't, I stopped writing them down right away because he throws one out, and I start to type it. And by the time I'm halfway finished typing it, he has thrown three more out. <laughs> like he is giving soliloquies in only yeah. one-liners. Yeah, and I'm just like, nope, can't even, can't even do that. I'm gonna, it's gonna take me four and a half hours to watch this movie. Right. If I have to pause it and type everything he says. Right. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. Uh, so this one, this one has some great kills though, because this has the comic book kill. The comic book kill, kill. Uh, it's got awesome. that like, it's got that uh, kind of aha style, like when he first uh-huh. goes into the book. Mm-hmm. It's got that uh, take on me yep. video yep. style animation, yep. which I got super excited for immediately. <laughs> yep. I laughed about that scene too, because like right, right at the beginning of that, because that's totally one of those. That's all. That's one of those scenes. That's always the I'm going to go to sleep. You stay. You stay awake. Yes, that never works in these. It never works. Every single time there's a scene where it's like I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna go to sleep. You stay awake. That person goes okay and immediately falls asleep yeah. every time. Yeah. But like this one was extra funny to me because he was like the comic book nerd. And he was he was having his comic book reading session by scattering his comic books all over the floor and laying down to read one of them because that's how I read my comic books too. I just yeah. I just throw them all over the floor, yeah. whichever one lands next to me. That's the best way to keep them yeah. pristine. So so yeah, but it's great because he goes in and they do the cool animated thing, the take on me animation and everything. But like we also get Super Freddy in there. Yeah, oh, I'm Super Freddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Uh, but he turns into like his his character, like yeah. his comic character that we see him drawing like throughout the movie to like fight back. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but then the kill is actually interesting because he just kind of like turns him into paper and shreds him. Yeah. So there's really neat. no gore. It's yeah, just it, like, yeah, but, but it was it's cool. still it's still cool. It's yeah. still fun. Yeah. And it still feels <clears throat> horrific a little bit because because you know that that like you're able to make that connection that like. This is a character we've seen a lot, and now he's getting shredded to pieces. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's well, and, not uh, Randall is what yeah. Jan kept calling him. <laughs> yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect. And that was one of the because there's not that many kills in this one. There's only uh, three, four, four. I think there's there's the there's Dan on the motorcycle motorcycle. Oh the yeah, Freddy, the, the Freddy cycle. It turns into yeah. the Freddy cycle thing. Yeah, that's yep. crazy. There's yeah. there's the girl that gets force fed, the model who gets yep. force fed, which is another one that like I don't know, it's something like turns my stomach. Something about that scene. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. it's it's weird. and and uh, uh, Freddy has. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. He's got an unhealthy disrespect for women. <laughs> hey, hey, True. You know, you, he does yeah. not avoid an no. opportunity to call him bitch. Yeah, man, you're, you're totally right. Man. <laughs> was this the movie that opened? You were talking about the quotes earlier, and uh, like they did like the real quote at the beginning, and then immediately afterwards they had a Freddy quote that was the welcome to primetime bitch. That's, I was dying. Dude. That's six. Yeah. Was that six? six. Okay, it's awesome. I yeah, died, it's all. Dude. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why the best. Do we get a, I'm, I'm in. Okay. It's the best. <laughs> um, 
Well, the, and the, the the like the the storyline in this one is that uh, Alice is pregnant. We yep. find out, yeah. and I'm a little confused. I think I know what was going on there, but uh, basically, basically overall, like she's pregnant, and Freddie's going to try to come in like through the baby. Like he's like strengthening the baby with souls right. or whatever. And that's where I got a little confused because it really was Dan's, right? Yes. Okay. Because I, I, I had this moment where I was like, is it Freddy's somehow? And that's why he strengthened it, but he was just basically going to kind of take over. But the one of the, the really cool storyline aspect I thought of this one is it starts off and it's kind of doing that dream, dream world, reality world mix like mm-hmm. in two, which threw me off at first because yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. But she couldn't figure out. All these things seemed to keep happening while she was awake, but they were still also happening in her dreams, and she couldn't figure out what was going on. And then she finds out she's pregnant, and then a little while later, it hits her like, wait, can can babies dream? Yeah. And you figure out that that's how Freddy's doing this. Like, he's actually coming in through the baby's dreams. Yeah, that's And that up. is awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know? it is but awesome. Yeah, like, what a cool concept to yeah. throw into the, into, into the mix here. Um, this, also, this also is the one where... Amanda Kruger is back. Yeah, um, and we see we see kind of some of the flashbacks of him, like you know, lo- looking back because because they introduced did they introduce in this one or was it in three? Were they where they introduced the son of a hundred maniacs thing? Maniacs. I think they specifically brought it up here, right? Okay, I mean they definitely because they showed it a couple times here. I couldn't remember if they had mentioned it before. I can't remember when they explained it. But they did, like, because we got the explanation. I don't think it was in 3 that we got the explanation, okay. though, was it? Like, because uh, we met her, we figured out she was Amanda Kruger, and then they did that whole thing where, like, she's been dead for all these years yeah. at the end, <laughs> right? Because she yeah. wasn't really alive. Yeah. And uh, um, But w- at some point they explained that, like, she was, like, the, the, the nurse or whatever over the mental ward where they basically just crammed all the, like, yeah. maniacal people yeah. into a yeah. room together. These are like the 50s-style mental wards yeah. we were talking about earlier. And then she got know. accidentally locked in that room, so these hundred maniacs just had their way with her over and over again. Yeah, right. And that's how Freddy got... That's how she got impregnated with Freddy. Yeah. So yeah. he's the son of a hundred maniacs. Yep. Which which is a real cool tagline that I like for Freddy. Yeah. Um, it also leans toward that kind of backstory that I don't want that you don't need, need. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. almost it's almost but I don't a little think, like I don't feel like they overdo it they, you know? you're right they don't yeah. overdo it thankfully um, I don't think I I don't think I, I don't think they do I just don't need it at all like like it just, yeah. it just it's just right on that line yeah. for me yeah. right on the line okay. yeah, yeah I, I can see that for sure but yeah. it didn't I, it never it, it didn't it didn't mean a lot to me one way or the other like I found out and I went oh cool and then they never took it to a point where it, it, it killed anything for me, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I didn't, I don't guess I needed it either, but it didn't take anything away. Yeah. Right. So, so I think for me, like, you know, kind of like there's the more we find out about Freddie's backstory, the less I, I like, you know, like in the, cause in the six, they talk about all oh, the dream people that gave him this job. No, that's dumb. Um, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, you know, he, he's not just a regular maniac. He's the son of a hundred maniacs. He was yeah. doomed to be this. Like, eh, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, so like, 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 I, like I feel like that uh, that just separates him just just a little bit from your average maniac. Sure, and makes it make sense why there aren't you know thousands and thousands of dream demons killing us all that's, all the time. <laughs> Maybe that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so this one has the real cool... So they have to find Amanda Kruger. So apparently they can't find Amanda Kruger's body. 
Um, and they specifically reference the grave. And they're like, oh, they put the grave there. Because we had seen the grave in 3. Right. And right. they're like, oh, and they specifically say something about, oh, they put the grave there, but they never found her body, which seems weird. That, like, what do you mean they never found her body? So she had to give birth well, like, at some like, point. How did like, she, I can't remember how she died. <laughs> they didn't say it. They nobody knew. It was, uh, okay. She just vanished. Yeah. <laughs> she gave birth to Kruger, and then she vanished, apparently. Um, so they got to find her body and, and set her. Died of a broken heart. Padme <laughs> style. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I dislike you, Buff. <laughs> uh, so we get the <clears throat> we get the MC Escher scene where Freddie and the baby. Oh, because Alice keeps meeting her baby. Yeah. In, in the dreams. So, like, he's already a fully formed soul that she gets to meet. He's that kid that don't think velociraptors are scary. Uh, I was about to say, I was like, I don't know. I recognize that kid, too. Well, if, yeah. If you, I mean, if you... if you like a giant turkey. If you, spent, if you spent nine months getting harassed by Dream dream Demon Freddy, well, would you be scared of a giant he, turkey? Now either? I yeah. know why he doesn't think velociraptors are scary. <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> um, well, Freddy kind of gets trapped in his own nightmare. Um like, which I thought was awesome. Uh, but then he, like, he turned into a bunch of spiders, which I didn't think was great. And then they did the the, the Escher staircase thing, yeah. which which I didn't think was done that great. But like, yeah. I, uh, but Jared said, remember when Labyrinth did this way better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, just, but, I just kept but, waiting for Freddie to start singing. Yeah. Well, you like, turned my world, you <laughs> precious thing. And, and I'm shocked he didn't. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. <laughs> But that, like, that, that whole, that whole sequence sure. was one of those, like a prime example of one of those things where I'm like, I totally respect it because they're they're putting a ton of effort into yeah. it, and I like the concept. I did not think it worked as well as a lot of the stuff they did. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Um, they had they had his dad. Walk, Freddie walked in disguised as his dad one time. The kid didn't know his dad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Like <laughs> like that kid did not ever like like Dan walks in and he's like, "Son, come to me," and you know it's Freddie. Yeah. You know. But like that kid, that kid's like dad. I'm like no, that's not how that works. The kid, <laughs> kid never met him. Yeah. yeah. But all right, whatever. Um, and then Amanda Kruger shows up. So one of Alice's friends has found Amanda Kruger, set her free, which was super awkward and weird because she finds the body and then like touches her shoulder and the body just disappears. Thank you. And then she disappears. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yep. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. and, and then she comes in. She was just waiting for a moment of mild comforting. I guess, I guess so, so. Yeah. 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 Some, some of us have unfinished business that's <laughs> just more intense than others. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and then she comes and sucks Freddie back into her womb. And that's, oh, that's, yeah. that's the end of Freddie. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're right. Like this one. This one's definitely the weaker of the three that are part of this little trilogy here in the middle. Yep. Um, but it still does a really good job still, of tying the other two together. Still yeah, felt sure. like it for tied sure. together. Exactly. Yeah. Like it all still feels like it flows yep. together in this yep. cohesive story. Yep. I, I like that. a lot of trilogies with weaker endings than this one. For sure. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. All right. So, then... So that was that was five. That was five. That was, that was 80, 89. Uh-huh. And then we've got then. And then we get into nineties, Freddy. In ninety one, <laughs> we get Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. The final Nightmare. And and I couldn't find anything why they decided to go this route. I guess they just figured oh, we topped out. What are we? What are we yeah. Fre- Freddy's yeah. as famous as we can make him. How are we going to make yep. more movies about him? Well, it was basically like our story's done. 
but mm-hmm. we still want it we does, still like money it does feel like an epilogue kind of yeah, like you exactly. said like it really does feel like they wrapped up the story that they had started with the last movie and now they're just doing another one yeah, yeah. um and it's a really interesting concept too cuz they kind of do this this almost like this post apocalyptic thing because now all the kids and teenagers in Springwood are long dead. Yeah, they just they well, just don't they, exist anymore. They like that like don't they, they? How do they do it? They reference something at the beginning about how like like ten years from right now or, or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. It's know? like ten yeah. years in the future or something. Yeah. Technically, yeah. so so technically we're looking ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's and like there's, there's the one kid, one the one survivor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a, it's such a like a, it really is like a Blade Runner, you know, because it's got that, it, it's it's got the, it, it opens on a scene of or like a map, right, like a map of the United States, and it's got the star that's like, oh, Springwood, and then it's totally got like that computer, yeah, yeah, it's telling the story. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's what that's like. All the was, all, yeah. all the children in Springwood are dead. The yep. adults are experiencing mass psychosis. Yeah. One survivor tries well, to escape, and that's what we talked <laughs> like, about. Like we talked about earlier, like the concept of like bringing everybody, like all these kids come to this town to commit suicide. Everybody right. thinks, but really they're getting drawn in, and then Freddie's murdering them. Right. That's kind of like that. That that's the way they sort of explain Springwood. Like all of these kids have have died or committed yeah. suicide, or however they mention it. And so it's all it's just the adults that are left. But but then there's this one kid that goes, and uh, uh, they open up with the Goo Goo Dolls. Yep. So I'm immediately absolutely hooked. This is the best yeah, one. This is the best one. Yeah, for sure. Like I feel like I just I just watched three movies that I loved, and I'm happier now than I was then. You know. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, they open up on that on that kid who's sort of set up as the the protagonist, the John Doe. Yep. You know, which when I first look at him, I'm like, man, that might be a young Walton Goggins. And then I get excited again. Doesn't t- doesn't turn out to be, but it's still, gave, you know, gave me the idea. And then immediately, like he's on this plane scene, um, get gets. Uh, he gets sucked out of the plane and ends up in his house somehow and then the house is in the air and it's just spinning around doing that thing and then we get the Wicked Freddy of the West flies by and and cackles at him on a broomstick and immediately I'm like all right, I'm I'm in because I was so hesitant going into this movie and I was sure I hadn't seen this one like right when it opened I'm like I would remember something of this and they're you know like they had finished their story and then they did this other one which is usually this, a cash grab and often done with no heart, and I yeah. don't know what's going on. And none of the things I just saw make me feel any uh, better about that part of it. Mm-hmm. But it, it, like, so you say, you rides by on that broomstick, and I just went, you know what? I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, see yeah, where exactly, I see exactly. Where I'm just gonna take what they give me in stride and hope for the best. Yeah, this movie, and I think I was rewarded. Yeah, this movie's like a victory lap for Fred. Yeah, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, and he is, he is full on. Uh, Bugs Bunny in this yeah, one. Yeah, he's you know look, looking at the camera, saying stuff to the audience, cutting his one liners I mean, this has got one of my favorite, my all time favorite <laughs> kills in it, and it's funny because this is probably the movie that I saw first out of all of them, but didn't realize that Freddy's Dead was the one I had saw because there were like things about this movie are things that I remember seeing when I was young from Freddy movies, um, like specifically the video game kill i remember but um i wanted to like talk about like that beginning scene you know because he's on that bus where he's like getting out of town or whatever and there's like a wall 
like an invisible wall yeah. that he breaks through yep. that apparently Freddy can't cross. <clears throat> Has it ever been brought up that Freddy's like bound to Springwood before? Or is that something they just kind of made up for this movie? It's definitely something they made up for this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but although it, it falls in line with him always having to have a connection to somebody. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if he can't connect outside of Springwood. Right. He's not going to be able to, yeah. you know, leave Springwood. Yeah. Like so. they had never brought that up before, but they had also never done anything that would, right? You know, right. They, they they didn't have to break a rule to do that, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. And didn't he like? Didn't he get hit by a, a bus in the dream and Got break through that wall it, and then dude. landed on that rock, <laughs> rock or whatever? <laughs> well, Freddie's driving the bus. Yeah. No screaming while the bus is in motion. <laughs> That's one of my favorite, one of my favorite parts. Uh, well, one of my favorite parts because. That yeah, whole thing had... is so ridiculous because that is a Roadrunner cartoon at the oh, beginning sure. of this movie. Yeah, for sure. Well, he's on the plane and then he's in the house and he sees the wicked Freddy of the West and then he like falls down a hill for twenty minutes and then he comes to like the bus station and the the bus guy or the ticket seller is like, "Don't miss your bus round trip ticket." And he takes the bus and he kind of stumbles back into the street and he's like, "What is this?" Yeah. And the bus comes out of nowhere and smacks him. Yeah. And he's like stuck to the front yeah. of the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Freddy and and I was love because. Like, he gets hit, and then the next scene we get is just Freddy laughing yeah. at him because he's stuck to the front of that bus, and Freddy's just going, ah! ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that like? That whole scene is like what a Roadrunner cartoon would look like if all of the coyotes' tricks worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, so he get, yeah, so he gets slung out of sling. Slung out of Slingwood. Springwood. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Slung out of Sprung out of Slingwood? Yes. yes. That's it. <laughs> we'll see if I had used if I had used peas, they both would work. <laughs> he gets sprung out of Springwood and but he loses his memory. Uh, he gets picked up and taken to another group home mental institution kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's like a juvie. It seems it's a like lot a juvie. Yeah, call, it seems a lot less formal than yeah. The one in, yeah. in three. And yeah. this is where, like, we like I, I saw the guy who might have been Walton Goggins and totally wasn't, but this is where we run into a uh, 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 long-haired... Uh, Breckenmeyer? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I made, immediately I got excited because I'm like, I, I do not remember if that's Franklin or Bash, but it's one of them and I'm happy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we also get, uh, yeah, so there's Lisa Zane. So mm. we meet we meet three new kids, uh, Breckenmeyer... Um, the kung fu chick, yeah, and the deaf kid, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> Carlos. All right, those are their official yeah. names. Carlos. Okay. <laughs> uh, Spencer, Carlos, and Tracy are their names, and they are working with Maggie, mm-hmm. who is their counselor. I guess mm-hmm. she doesn't seem like a counselor. Like, like they have the. She's probably a caseworker. You know, I, I should know this is my job. She's <laughs> <laughs> this because this, this feels like a group home, except. Do I know? I don't know any. I don't. I well, don't know. I mean, if they're, like, they're, well, they're, like, they're like definitely troubled homes. kids because do I? They, they're definitely troubled kids for sure. They keep getting sent there, For and then sure. they find that pipe bomb that one of them's made, which right. seems like overkill. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was like. Yeah, <laughs> I was like pipe bomb. Jeez, man. yeah, man. <laughs> let me tell you guys, and that was Bash's pipe bomb, right? It, yes, okay. it was. Yes, <laughs> Brecken Myers. Brecken Myers. It was road trips pipe bomb. Yeah. Uh, it was oh, road yeah. trips pipe bomb. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. Um, it's also where we uh, see uh, Yafet Koto, who is. Oh, I was really excited to see him, but he is totally out of place in this movie. <laughs> like the head doctor oh, or, or okay. whatever yeah, yeah. he plays. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. like their actual counselor. Yeah. 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 
Like he's a guy from Alien, and uh, he's do- he's done some serious roles in his day. Yeah. And uh, again, like what we talked about earlier, like it's good for actors to not think that roles are beneath them. And I didn't feel at any point like he was phoning any part of this in. He just felt really out of place in this right. in this movie, right. but in a in a fun way. Right. <laughs> um. So. Spencer, Carlos, and Tracy have this plan to escape. Uh, Maggie decides it's going to be the best idea to take John Doe back to Springwood um, so he can get his memory back. Um, And so they all end up in the van on the way to Springwood together. Um, When they get there, they, she sends like, and and this part, I, I couldn't, get myself not like to just accept because they get there and she's like, all right, now you kids take this van straight back. Dude. That's so, <laughs> super weird. <laughs> yeah. That is not. Yeah. A, A, A they were how running are you away from home back? and you're handing them right. a van. B, yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, yeah, cause they and, had all snuck out and, yeah. and whatever. And the most ridiculous part is they seem like they're going to do that Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until they just stop and break into a house to sleep for the night. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they couldn't get like, out of town. They right. kept trying to leave, and they just like, oh, they would always end up in the same spot yep. every time they tried to leave. So, yep. so we're seeing well, some, we had some... The, like they had the, they had the, the sign coming in the Springwood or whatever that was just said Springwood, a nice place to live. Yeah, yeah. a nice place. Like, to that's live. that's perfect. Did they went to that well, creepy carnival? Yeah, well, that's where we got the yeah. uh, Roseanne Bar and Tom Arnold yeah, cameos. Yeah, this movie was so weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, the, uh, the, the that's also when we get the the map trick, which is one of my favorite yeah, tricks. Yeah, I was gonna bring that. Like, I thought that was that scene was hilarious because the, the 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 trick is that there's a kid in the back. They're trying to figure out. They're trying to look on the map because they keep just driving in a circle no matter what they do. And so this kid starts opening the map, and then he keeps opening it and keeps opening it. And then the next thing you know, the entire back of the van is full of a map. Yeah, <laughs> and and it and it. Uh, it just ha- he finds like words that are written on there, and it just says "you're effed," you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And un- until I saw that note, <laughs> I did not realize we were in a dream sequence because yeah. that's just how I remember maps being. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so yeah. I, it didn't play as off at all until until I saw that. And I'm like, oh, that is a lot of map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the the part where they're getting lost over and over that does seem a little more like supernatural than mm-hmm. we typically get, right? Because yeah. like none of them are sleeping. Yeah. But they can't get out of town. So like, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> that, that's something new. Well, he's killed the whole. He's killed the whole town. His powers have grown. Oh, okay, okay. That's all. That's also powers. why he can just do everything in this movie. Yeah. So, so one of the things about this movie is like, Freddy can just do anything he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the kills, the kills, and the dream sequences are totally off the rails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things. So Rachel Talalay was like producer for all of them. And one of the things she had complained about some of, like, sometimes drafts would come in and, and she'd be like, uh, f- you know, they, we got this draft from so-and-so and it was off the rails. Freddie could just do anything. And if Freddie can do anything, he's not scary. Yeah. And I was like, that that doesn't make any sense. But, like, watching this movie this time, I totally got it. I was yeah. like, oh, this is what she meant. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. If Freddie can just do anything, he's not scary. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. 
So yeah, they they crash in this abandoned house because <laughs> all the house. Well, like yeah. so well, they like, go, there's like a sign that says it's for sale or something like that. So they're like, oh, we can just break into here and, right. and sleep for a while or whatever. Yeah. Right. And but then, then they it, go in and then it just turns into Nancy's house. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that was kind of we kind of laughed at that because it's like, why did they? Why did he need to trick them into going to this house? They don't know who Nancy <laughs> right. is. They don't know about Nancy's house. Yeah. Like, why in the world well, I, would he put up a facade? That's well, like, I think because it was old and decrepit and okay. and, and and run down. Looking and so it, like it looked like this oh, like inviting place you have. could just yeah. yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't have looked at Nancy's house with like the overgrown uh, uh, vines and stuff like that on it and been like let's Bars just go sleep the in there the you know instead yeah. they look at this okay. normal suburban house and they're like yeah we can just crash here because nobody's gonna be home because it's for sale that makes and sense. then yeah <clears throat> yeah. And this is where we start getting the crazy stuff. Like, I think, isn't Breckenmeyer the first one that kind of gets picked off? No, uh, Carlos. Carlos is the first one. Oh, Carlos is the first yeah. one. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And I will point out, too, that, I mean, we're a solid half an hour into this movie probably before yeah. anything happens after that opening sequence. Yeah. And so it does start to feel like it's a little bit slow, um, which is which was starting to worry me at the time because, like, yeah. the formula was always fast-paced. Yeah. I don't need a slow Freddy movie. Right. And <clears throat> But... Uh, it it kicks off right here and runs with its normal yeah um yeah speed I, I, I would say it, it it comes in just short of dragging yeah like, like you're just starting to notice like man nothing yep. is happening in this movie when Freddy shows up to kill yep. Carlos yep. well and in point of fact um, when I was watching it I ended up like falling asleep during this one right around this time and it was one of those where like i you know i would wake up and i'd start to get back into it but nothing had happened yet i'm just like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay attention to any of this if i try right so i went to bed and then came back the next day <laughs> and i think i remember telling you even in there i'm like i'm like a, like i want to like this movie because it started off strong but i'm like 30 minutes in give or take and nothing has happened yet <laughs> so hopefully it picks up pretty quick yeah. and then as soon as i hit play right boom yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> there we are <clears throat> um so yeah, so this is the one where so th- these are all you know the the Carlos and Spencer especially are like long kills. Long. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say mm-hmm. that specifically. But yeah. Spencer's kill it takes forever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it was, but for some reason, like him him picking on that kid's disability felt like <laughs> just over the line, Freddie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Freddie, you've yeah. gone too over far. the line. Over the line, <laughs> Freddie. Take it, take it back. Yeah, yeah, just just regular torment the poor deaf kid. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so everything he does to Carlos centers on on him being deaf or hard of hearing. I guess they never. I, I never really understand if he's actually deaf or just deaf. Yeah. In one well, ear, I mean, he's got a, Yeah, he's got a like the hearing aid. He yeah. can hear with it, so right. he's not fully. But Re- regardless, yeah, yeah. But he loses that thing and then basically can't hear anything, I, and then he gets that you know freddie jams that thing through his ear uh, or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no yeah he yeah. hey, jams a q-tip through but through one ear and it pops his hearing aid out the yep. other ear yeah yep. ah. yep. and then yep. he has to pull it back yeah it is full on cartoon mode yeah. like you said and then, then he's wandering around not able to hear and and freddie's just behind him like yeah yeah dancing yeah and, Doing crazy and stuff. So I say that's the part where I felt like it was over the line because it was like, well, now you're not even tormenting him; you're just making fun of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. jerk. What a yeah. jerk. Uh. But they do that bit where he 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 gets the hearing aid and he gets excited. He puts it back in, but all of a sudden, like now it's like supercharged. Yeah, and so he can hear too much, and so they they flash to Freddie and he's standing up on this railing and he's just holding this pin. 
Like he's going to drop it, and the kid's like, no, no, you wouldn't, you know? And he goes to drop it, and I love that because there's just the dramatic pin falling, and the kid's like, no, and because he knows what's going to happen because he can hear the pin falling yeah you know and so he dives to catch this pin and he catches it and i'm sitting there watching that going man that kid like diving for that thing would have made infinitely more noise yes than the pin <laughs> just dropping yes and then he catches it so he's happy and then he looks back up and freddie's just holding like a hundred pins yeah and he drops all of those and they all hit the ground and nothing happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. screams ah! yeah but then but then <laughs> He claws the chalkboard. Yep. He pulls out this chalkboard, and then he just hears he's, he's literally just going, huh? Ah? Ah? I know, dude. Yeah. And then he just starts stretching it out because he's a cartoon now. Yep. Yeah. It just makes it huge, you know, and then he just takes his claws and starts tapping it. And then when he starts doing the, the, the you know, fingernails on the chalkboard thing, then Carlos's head explodes. Yeah. His head <clears throat> explodes. Yeah. I know. It's super wacky. Yep. Yeah. But it's well, so funny. Well, super wacky. It's pretty wacky. Because then super wacky, he kills Spencer. Oh, my goodness. Well, see, that, yeah, because like, this one's really long and drawn out, too, because yeah. it start, cause he was our stoner character. Yeah. So this one starts out with him getting high, and then he falls asleep. So then, like, we get, like, the Anagana DeVita thing, yeah. and, like, it's all trippy, and he's mm-hmm. like, whoa. Well, like, the, TV, like, the colors what? from the TV come and pull him. Yeah, well, pull well, him. Well, we also get, we also get our Johnny Depp. Cameo, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Worth worth mentioning. Yep. Which he is listed in the cast as Glenn Lance, which is just his character from the yeah. first one. Oh, so, yeah, interesting. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, but he does the this is this is your brain this is your brain on drugs thing and into Fre- a frying pan. Yeah. Any questions? And then Freddie hits him with a frying well, pan. I guess I guess we probably we we may have listeners who don't who have never seen the this is your brain on drugs thing. Yeah, isn't that, that weird? That's I feel it's a classic commercial, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super old though. Yes. Any questions? Yeah. And then Freddie smacks him in the face. He's like, Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> Looks like a frying pan and some eggs to me. <laughs> <laughs> which which I I love because because Spencer giggles at that, yeah, and that is such a that is such a stoner joke. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that is that is the perfect joke in context because yeah. because Spencer is is geeked out of his head, and when he's it looks like some frying pan and some eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, yeah. well written. Well, written. like the 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 colors start coming out of the TV and, yeah. and pull him into the TV, and there's there's several moments in this movie. Um, where the special effects make me make me look at it and it's like because they're beginning to play with some of the CG stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. I, and I'm just watching that going, man, this is 1991. The world is two years away from Jurassic Park, and yeah. you would never guess it yeah. from this cheesy yeah. nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, I, I said so. So he sucks him into a video game. And and I, I kept going. That video game reminds me of uh, Nick Arcade. Oh, totally. That, that old show, yeah. you know, like because it would have that. That was like this this game where like these kids are crawling around in the video playing a video game, right? And they're like, like they're basically like running superimposed into a yeah. video game because yeah. they're like running around a green screen yeah. room, basically. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. I, I feel like this is another one of those examples of those times though, where like they, they this sequence is so over the top and so silly, but. They are trying new things, yeah, and they are unapologetic about their their devotion to it. And so, like, even even when they don't work, they still work. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, cause uh, he even gets interrupted in the middle of this one because he's using the controller, 
and he's he's controlling Breckenmeyer yeah. around, yeah. making him hop around yeah. the house. But then the because uh, Tracy and John Doe have found them, yeah, yeah. or Maggie yeah. and John yeah. Doe have found them, and Tracy and John Doe well, jump into their jump into dreams to try and help Spencer. Well, remember when he's ba- and he's just bouncing around and stuff Dude, like that for a while. Right. I love it. But uh, but remember too, that's, that's in, what in, takes in, it over the line yeah, for me before the in, record. In the video game, he finds a power up at one point and is kicking Freddy's butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this is this is a long sequence. Very yeah. long, yeah. Because yeah. he loses the controller, and then like they go away, and then he goes back to the game. Because that's when he pulls out the power glove claw yeah. thing. Yeah, he's like now you're playing with power. Like he does the whole thing, <laughs> and then he finishes him off. Um, but like also I'm, also has has Robert England never played video games? I doubt I'm pretty it. sure he never. Like he did yeah. not look like a guy who knew how to play a video game. <laughs> hey, uh, right before video games got big, he was a classically trained thespian who spent the entire rise of home video games being freddy uh, Freddy at every convention he could find yeah he spent the entire rise of of video games in a makeup chair because the freddy makeup took six hours to apply yep so no they they he he read that page of the script or that uh, 11 pages of the script or whatever (laughs) and had no idea (laughs) what it even meant but but was all in on it i've heard about these video games well, the end. The end of this kill, I, I feel like, isn't even like that great though, because like no. he, he just makes him jump around the house and hitting his head on the ceiling, which is kind of funny. But he basically just gets him up to the top of the stairs, and then he like oh oh tilts him forward a yeah. little bit, and then he just falls down the stairs. Yeah, like well, he pushes In, him into over into a pit, it, into yeah. hell. Like, oh, yeah, into like, a pit. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's uh, right. Into uh, the pit. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Which, with, which with doesn't Mag- change your argument. It's yeah. just with yeah. Maggie standing there to the side watching. With plenty of time and room to like uh, jump over to those stairs or grab him on the way down yeah. or do anything to stop his descent, yeah. and she just like watches him fall. <laughs> I'm like, man, she could have put a little effort into this. Yeah, she awesome powers him. Oh. <laughs> um, but this is where we find out. So then, oh, because uh, then then he also kills uh, John Doe here before they leave. That's right. Um, and this is where we find out because we've been we've been working under the assumption as they've been in town and they kind of finding things out about Freddie and they find out that maybe Freddie had a kid. We we start working under under the assumption that John Doe is Freddie's kid. Mm-hmm. And this oh, is where we find out yep. that Maggie is Freddie's. Because he even kid. said right. he's because they have that they have that great scene where he's going to go into the dream to to save. <laughs> Franklin, and uh, when he, when he, you know, they're like, "Well, how are you going to stay safe?" He's like, "He's not going to hurt me. I'm his kid." Yeah. And then he tells the kung fu chick that she's got to smack him out. Yeah, yeah. Smack me with his board. She's like, "She's like, I got a better way to do it." He's like, "No, you got to hit me." And then like, he whacks, hits her. Yeah, hits her, and so she decks him, and he falls through that table, and when, then yeah, which is a great effect that I, I'm a sucker for every time that they 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 do it several times throughout the series. Where like somebody is like falling and fall asleep as they fall, so like they fall into something and like fall into the yep. dream world. Yep, they disappear in the that. dream world, and then he gets up and gets his bearings, and then the and then that chick just shows <laughs> just, up there with him, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And she's like, "I told you I had a better way. It's just yeah. meditation." You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So then Freddie. So after after he kills John Doe. Because he even says, did you think I'm your dad? Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, they go back to like the house flying again right. and everything. And, he, and he, he keeps trying to escape and then keeps ending up back in the house. 
And at one point, he's even like sitting there on it. Like he gets back, he wakes back up in his bed, and he's like, "Nope, not going to do it this time. Just going to wait right here." And then the room catches on fire, <laughs> and he's like, "Ugh!" And so he goes through it again. But at one point, he jumps out, and he's like parachuting. And then that's when like Freddy shows up and just starts like cutting the parachute. You know, yeah. he's like, "Ah, hey, what are you doing? I'm your kid." He's like, "Oh no!" You yeah. Know? <clears throat> he mentions having a daughter or something like that, and uh, then Ashley lets the kid fall onto a bed of spikes because just falling onto the oh, cement. He I guess. Oh, he pushed the spikes well, he, he out. Yeah. Spikes Wiley out. Coyote style. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Oh my god! Because yeah, pavement wouldn't have done it. Because he no, this, this was totally one of the other look at the camera moments too. Because yeah. he yeah. like did like the he like he was having a hard time pushing it. He like puts his back into it. And he's yeah. like the uh. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, so well, ridiculous, yeah. dude. <laughs> um, and then he then he jumps into so after that kid dies, he jumps into Maggie's head, and they come back, and this is where we get the full backstory yeah. that so he fully breaks out of Springwood. Yes, um, and then we get the memories. Yep. That she's she was his kid, and she's the one who actually told on him, and because his, his wife found his murder dungeon, and so he killed her, and then he made the little girl promise to tell, but I'll then she did tell. tell, yeah, but then <laughs> she did tell, and now she's she's his gateway out into the rest of the world, yeah. and every town has a Springwood, yeah. I did, I like, every town I did, has a Spring, every town like, has an Elm Street. Yep. Oh, yeah. I did like that. For sure. That was cool because, yeah, because she tells me, she's like, you know, you can't leave Springwood or whatever. And he's like, every town has a, an Elm Street. And then they just get this like old decrepit like Elm Street sign that just pops out yeah. in the town he's in. So now the threat that he's out in the world and can go anywhere, theoretically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get the 3D sequence. Yeah, the 3D sequence. Did you watch it with 3D glasses? Not yet. I need to go back and do that. I meant to do it after I finished them all, but yeah, uh, we didn't. didn't do it Spoiler I, yeah. alert: It doesn't work at all. I, 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 I would assume not. Man, they go yeah. full uh, in with the gags. I try, I, yeah, I tried just using like the 3D conversion stuff yeah. on on like the PlayStation and the in the TV, but it didn't do anything uh, at all. No, yeah. that doesn't Did, work. Everything throughout this whole segment is totally the oh, yeah. oh hey, like they're yeah. just always shoving something yeah, in front of the camera because somewhere. It's before this that he mentions the dream people, which right. I think you mentioned a little bit earlier. But like, I don't think they gave a full backstory on that. But at some point, he just makes reference to like when he died, like the dream people came to him and yeah. gave him this task of gathering souls or, or whatever. Weird little, the weird little Kruger sperms. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's what you see. Like you see these in like 3D yeah. or whatever, yeah. just fly kind of flying the around the screen. Yeah, and they do the great um, the 3D movie thing where they're like like the character in the movie has to put the 3D glasses on, and that's how you know when to put yours yeah. on and her glasses even just said like they, they hand them to her like they're these special things that she can see things in the dream with then they hand them to her and they're just the red and blue glasses that even clearly just say 3d on the side yep, yep. like didn't so even, cheesy didn't even no. hide it dude it's just yeah yeah well, and she, but she even says though she she says something about these are just 3D glasses, and he's like, oh, but in the dream they can be anything, okay, be anything you want, and it's it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be like you know, and I, I actually I was I was kind of laughing about it because it's, um, it's the Inception thing they give it to her as like her anchor, yeah, so she know, remember she's in the dream, yeah. right, yeah. Um, and that's what it's supposed to be, so yeah. it's kind of like her talisman, yep, you know. Well, there's also like they get back and it's 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 Maggie and the Kung Fu girl and they get back and then Yafet Koto shows back up and they start telling him about it and he's just like all in like immediately. Yeah, yeah. You awesome. Know? I knew yeah. it. This is yeah. what I've been waiting for. Yeah, and they say something to him and he's like, "Cause I can control my dreams." You yeah. know, you're like, "All right, cool." Yeah. Well, both and, her, both 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 him and and Tracy 
meet Freddy in the dreams and beat him up and escape. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, because he fights Freddy in that dream and ends up pulling like a piece of his sweater off. Right. And then when he wakes up, he's still holding it. So that's how they figure out if they can just if they can just grab Freddy and then wake up. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> which, which is the only time we've gone back to that. Like they did that in the first one. And this right. is the first time we've gone back to it, yeah. which I think think is cool yeah <laughs> you know what it's not, like, it's not like we've done this every time you know yeah. what i mean like kind of do the same thing with i mean not, not the same thing with jason but you just man nothing creative happens to jason yeah you know but every every kruger death is is pretty imaginative yep, yep. um so except for two which is just so, stupid yeah <laughs> so so maggie has to go in and pull her dad into the real world so they can kill him so she does and she does and they do uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, we are not glazing over that with uh, she does and they do. Dude, she she pulls him into the real world and they lock her and him in this in this cage thing, and yeah. they're just going back and forth, um, you know, fighting. I can't. What is? She gets the glove at some point. Well, and she, puts it on, and he's kind of like egging her on, like, "Go on, come on, it's well, in your blood." He's, yeah, he's come doing that. Me. He's doing that the whole time. Once he gets pulled into the real world, he's he keeps doing the whole, "Oh, you're my daughter. Here, yeah. take the glove. It's in your blood. We should kill people together. Don't you feel it?" Yeah. And well, he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, oh, "I always loved you," and yeah. they're like trying to like play on that emotional side, but then they get, and then like her friends are trying to get into her to help her out, and I can't like. Ha- they cut like a hole in the cage while she's fighting him. She gets control of it. I so think. They're, they're pulling it back, like they're sliding it under the door, and then they're yeah. pulling like the like, cage apart and throwing her knives and stuff. Somehow she ended up like catapulting those, that glove into him. Those ninja stars. Yeah, yeah. dude. The ninja and that's stars. it though. But like all the weapons they're throwing to her are so because like they just have all these throwing knives yeah. and ninja stars yeah. and all sorts of stuff. So like. She catapults that glove into him, and that kind of like throws him off balance. And then she just gets all these throwing weapons and just starts whipping him into him. And he's just like doing that thing where he's just getting stuck. Like they're all going into him and then into the things behind him. Yeah. So he he's getting stuck to this wall. And as he's starting to like pull himself off, she's you know the other girl on the outside's finally like, "Here, Maggie, use this," and then throws him a lit stick of dynamite. It was that <laughs> Which, pipe bomb. Yeah, it was the pipe yeah. bomb from the beginning. But like the fuse is already going. I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. she just throws it like here. This will work. And just throws. Yeah. <laughs> so she runs over and just shoves it into Freddy and walks away, and then he explodes and his face. I, I'm presumably 3D's at the camera. Dude, yeah, I don't just, even know. <sighs> yeah, <clears throat> and then that is is and the end his, of Freddy. When it, well, when his head explodes, uh, the the three little sperms are there, and they just laugh and fly away. I was, yeah. like, that was great. They're like, ah, yep, and they just fly away. I'm yeah. like, what the what? Huh? Yeah, he just, he just got fired. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Now they gotta go. Uh, they gotta go put something on ZipRecruiter. And, and see if they can find goes, a new. Freddy's dead. <laughs> wow! Right into the credits. Right. It's so yeah. ridiculous, man. Uh, the credits were awesome too, though. Yeah, because the credits were just recapping all six movies yes. kills from all of them, yes. and it was fantastic. And it, it gave it that epilogue feel. It gave it that end sort of feel. It's a weird epilogue after the trilogy we just watched, uh-huh. but it's not. It's over the top, but not fully out of character anymore. You know. It definitely doesn't have the same spirit, but it's not a complete departure either. And and the most impressive part, uh, this movie ends and Freddy's dead. Yeah, he like did. that's it. Like this really does end this this ser- this series right now. You know, like there's yes. there's some other stuff that comes, right? But none of it really like it's all offshoot stuff. I guess you could make an argument for Freddy versus Jason, um, but that's the only one. Yeah, 
beyond that, right. well, I mean, I think that pretty counts as offshoot stuff as much as I think that's what counts, I'm saying. I was you know, say, yeah, offshoot for both of those franchises. Yeah. Also, because right? that doesn't really fit in with either of. Uh... Well, well, also, <laughs> Freddy versus Jason takes place in Springwood, so you could totally put that like this could probably oh, happen earlier. before yeah. Freddy's dead. Yep, for sure, for sure. Because because that's that when could they've... happen in that ten year period. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, well, because that that opens with that they've forgotten about Freddy. Yeah, and so he has to remind that that's why he calls jason around to remind them you know because when he comes around and starts slashing people they're like oh it must be freddie which doesn't make any sense but (laughs) (laughs) freddie must be back yeah freddie must be back oh no (laughs) Um, yep uh so then we get uh in 94 we get wes craven's new nightmare yep so this is just funny this was my first time seeing this one at all yeah um yeah what'd you think um you know, I think it's an interesting concept. I'm just not sure it played out super. Like, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I didn't love it either. It, it's fine. Yeah. Just I, fine. I, 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 I wouldn't say I necessarily loved it. I don't. It's it's probably my second least favorite installment uh, of the the seven of the Robert England ones. Yeah. You know, there. Um, but that's that's not saying much because I how much I liked all of the other oh, ones. The, yeah, yeah. And the other ones were in that self-contained story. This is definitely its own thing. Uh huh. It definitely breaks the pacing rule. Well, that the rest of them all set up everything because it's just yeah. it's such a well it's so meta. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that's so, the thing. Like it's it's another it's it's another offshoot. It's its own thing. It doesn't really have to be. It's not really a follow up. Right. It's yeah. something totally different. It's the new nightmare. Like I said exactly. Yeah. And so on, on the, the pacing story, level, it, it's much slower than anything we've slower. seen to this point. Yeah. But it is a really cool concept, yeah. and it is executed uh, yeah. effectively. So, so the story being that Freddy is actually this primordial evil spirit. Who gets captured every now and then? You know he can wreak he can wreak havoc on the world. Except he gets captured by storytellers. So when he gets a story gets made up about him that is fiction or, or uh, you know, uh, in, in the old days it would have been like legends and myths and whatever. Yeah. Right? He he's gets in, inhabited into one of those characters and he's stuck in that story until that story is forgotten and he's free to roam. Um, in this one, he ended up getting caught as Freddy. So now the movies are over. Now, because Freddy's dead, so yeah. now he has he has the chance to come back into the real world. He has to kill Heather Langenkamp to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, because he is sort of like because because the the like the 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 primordial evil thing is not Freddy Krueger, but being right. trapped in Freddy, he he enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, like yes. he, he got attached to that fi- that version of fiction of himself, and so he's kind of sticking with that. But in, but in order to stay, I think. Like in order to stay contained there and do what he wants to do, he's right. got to go through the fictional heroine that he never quite. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that he never. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> I I really like this story. I, I like this one better than Freddy's Dead. I would say um, it's definitely slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Langkamp is phenomenal. She's mm-hmm. great. I'm, I'm so s- happy when she's back. I know. You know? Me too. Me too. Um, so so I think she's enough. For me to keep it like like it is it is slow um, and you know I I was noticing it almost plays more like more like kind of a haunted house movie than it does like you know a Freddy a nightmare slasher yeah you know yeah um, well it's definitely not a slasher 
Oh, right, right, like, yeah. To, to that sense. And they do a real good job of sort of making it like a, a quasi-psychological yeah. thriller type thing, too. Yes, because they yes. really play up the, you know, is she just crazy? Yep. She's got all this, you know, past mental stuff. and She keeps getting the phone calls. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, is she like, just being driven nuts or what's actually yeah, going on? Yeah, is, yeah. Is, is there a stalker? Yeah. Is think it more? think a stalker fan that might be yep. messing with her? Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I really like this one. Also, uh, my my get, main. Sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say we get cool, '90s trench coat Dude. Freddy Krueger. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate I hate the I hate the Freddy Krueger in this one. <laughs> the well, look. he looks so look. different. Like yeah. they changed his yeah. look for this. Yeah. Like uh, but, like his his glove is bad. I think. And he yeah. didn't look like uh, he wasn't like burned like Freddy was. Yeah. He looked like a demon. Yeah. In this. Yeah. And and I think it made him look. I kept thinking he looked like. An alien from Star Trek, which, oh, is, which okay. is probably fair. Yeah, I'm not commenting one way or the other on on specifically the look they landed on, but I'm glad that it was different. Like, I'm glad that it set itself apart mm-hmm. rather than just so, looking like I'm, Robert England from I'm the movies. I'm fine with that. I think they could have done better. Um, so, for example, in uh, what? Well, I, well, I'll come back and complain about the glove. For example, with the demon thing, like, yeah, they were trying to make him look more like a demon, less like a burn victim. Um, in Freddy versus Jason, he kind of had this escalating thing where, like, sometimes he would appear more demonic than, like, burn victim, but he still looked like Freddy. Yeah. You know, and, and he definitely, like, he would get kind of, like, pointed ears and, you know, his features would be sharper. Um, he, he didn't look like, oh, that looks like a... Cardassian off of, you know, <laughs> Cardassian. Deep, deep Space nice. Nine, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like I, just ha- I just kept getting that feel from the new Nightmare took me Took me half a beat to realize you didn't say Cardassian. <laughs> no. um, Kim I also, Cardassian. Yes. I also really hated his glove. So in this one, it's like this, these bone fingertips, and they've got, like, the, the claws are really cur- curved and arched. Yeah. And there's a thumb claw. And it just, it doesn't look, it looks floppy because they're so curved. It makes them look floppy and rubber and it doesn't look. Yeah. Well, I said, like, at like all. I, I won't argue that they couldn't have done better with the look. Like, I fully agree with all your points there. I just think, like, to me, this, it made it stand out as a demon who was trying to be Freddy instead of just being like, like real Freddy pulled into the real world. You know what I mean? You hear that? <laughs> all you demons who listen to this? John thinks you all have bad taste. <laughs> what? Oh. I got kids, man. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, calm that down. I, I also this this movie also constantly disappoints me because uh, so so the the Freddy demon is coming after her son a lot, and he's got for most of the movie he's got this stuffed dinosaur Rex yeah. that uh, protects him in the dreams. And uh, you, you just know that that kid is dreaming about Rex turning into a real dinosaur. And this was like the year after Jurassic Park. Yeah. So we missed out on like some Freddy fighting and actual T-Rex scenes that they definitely could have done. <laughs> just saying. For that sure. That would have been amazing. I just say, saying. Because they, they, make, they make a comment. For whatever reason, I just thought there was a much longer gap in here. Yeah. Like even when... Uh, Heather it feels like something that would have been like seven years later. Yeah, well, even when Heather Langenkamp shows up, it's like, man, she looks really young compared yeah. to what I thought. And she only gets prettier with time, you know. Uh, but then they make a reference to it being like 10 years after the first movie. And I'm like, no, yeah. what? And then I started, I was like, well, because the first one was, well, I mean, it was 84, but this has got to be like 99, 
nine, yeah. maybe something like that. And I went and looked, and it was ninety four. I'm yep. like, oh. Well, this is really just ten. I cannot believe <laughs> all is, of this took place right. within, in ten within years, one decade. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is really one. So, so I won't. I won't disagree. There's a lot of. It's. It's not a great. Not a great movie. It's kind of slow. Um, it's cool though. It's well. This is yeah. one. This is one where like it's. It's good enough, and I really appreciate the concept of what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I would probably, I mean, I'd say the same thing about Freddy's Dead. Um, I appreciate what it was for what it was. It's probably not a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I appreciate what it was for what it was. Yeah. Um, as as opposed to 2, where, like, I can see what you were going for, and I kind of am interested in that idea, but you did it bad, and it was a dumb idea. What are you yeah. thinking? Yeah. Why are we doing it? I, uh... Uh, I liked the returning characters a lot. Like we got to see John Saxon again. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. That was cool. That was I, I liked having Wes Craven as a character. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was neat. What? What did like Robert England just disappeared in the middle of that movie? And <laughs> was, just gonna... did he ever come back? No. Uh, and, I, and I loved that because because um, he goes, you know, he's, he's talking to Heather at, at the one point, and she's like, "Can I come up and see you?" And he's like, "Oh no, I got some stuff to do today." She's like, "Well, can I come up tomorrow?" And he's like, "Yeah, that'll be fine. Come up tomorrow." And then when she tries to come up, she calls. And he's left that message that is just like, we're, we're, we had to go out of town. Uh, you can leave a message if you want, but we'll be gone sometime. Like, what a weird... <laughs> yeah, what a weird <laughs> you can leave a message if you want, but don't bother because we're not coming back. Like, oh, okay. What, what happened there? Yeah. Yep. Robert England, you weirdo. <laughs> her, uh, her, her babysitter was in the first episode of Angel, so... But, points for that oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. nice and nice. uh and that hospital is absolutely much much to the theme of nightmare and elm street movies that yeah. hospital was unacceptable yeah. <laughs> yes. like sure. absolutely unacceptable yes. <clears throat> <laughs> like doctors just do whatever they want they yell yeah. at their patients yeah, they have no insane, bedside dude. manner whatsoever <laughs> well also that doctor kept threatening to take the kid away yeah she can't do that yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i know that yeah. whole thing was bonkers yeah. Yeah. like and for like and what a, like for no reason and we're just gonna you stab know? you with these needles and, and inject you with like yeah you can't like just you can't do that just to trick people. yeah right. because yeah. they sent that one like they like that was when she was when the kid was with the babysitter and this one nurse is like i'm just gonna give him this and she steps up to stop her like you can't do that and then another nurse like sneaks in behind and just jabs the kid right like no you no that's yeah. not a thing <laughs> well also also her main the doctor's main concern seemed to be that uh, he may have seen some some of her movies. So you may have seen some of the yeah. Freddy movies. Oh, oh, I was say, that was basically her point for like threatening that. to take the kid away. <laughs> right. was well, like, has he watched your work? It almost. I was yeah. gonna say it almost feels like that was kind of like a jab at the people who. Uh, you know, yeah, worry yeah, worry sure. about like kids seeing stuff like this because that doctor was for real. Like, you didn't let him see one of your movies, did you? Yeah, <gasps> like that was like a big <laughs> deal, right? Like she made such a huge deal out of that; it was ridiculous. For sure, yeah. Treated her like she was a bad mom because of it. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. We also when they uh, but we got that total Freddy kill, um. Of the babysitter, yeah, which was very reminiscent of the of the Tina uh-huh. kill from the first one, yeah, uh, but also done well, yeah. So I was really into that. Um, yeah. Also, because uh, full disclosure, I watched these a little out of order, so 
they redo the Tina kill in the <laughs> in the remake as we've sort of referenced, and it's awful. Mm-hmm. And I had just watched that, and then I watched this, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. Here oh, we go. here's you a know, good version. Here, yeah, here's a way. To, here's a way to homage something awesome by yeah. doing something awesome yeah. instead of. <clears throat> well, this one was cool because we got to see Freddie like standing there dragging her up the wall. Yeah, and, you know, in the first one, it was just Tina rolling up the wall and yep. Rod, who was awake, watching her. Yep. Yeah. And this, yep. you know, for this yep. one. Like and the, several the normal people is... were just watching all this happen <laughs> yeah, and freaking yeah. out, but they couldn't yeah. see Freddy. Right? They could only just see her whipping around. Yeah, but it was just kid, like this. The kid could see Freddy, yeah. so we got to see this him. real world Freddy kill that everybody kind of got to watch. And then the kid ran away and ended up doing that street crossing that super busy highway, yep. which oh, was yeah. hilarious because like all these cars are like zooming out of the way for like five. Like at no point does traffic actually stop. I they keep right. in the middle of that road for a solid five minutes, <laughs> and well, cars and are then, just dodging it, but never slowing down. Cause, cause oh yeah. Freddy's giant at one point, and he picks him up with his claw, and he's like bouncing him in front of the cars because uh, Heather's there trying to no, yeah. and he's like yeah. bouncing him yeah. in front of the cars. Oh, which was I, hilarious, also because like she runs out into the street to get him, and then looks over, and there's this giant tanker like dr- driving right at her, and so instead of like jumping over into the next uh, lane to get away from it, she turns around and just starts running away from it, like straight away <laughs> as it's barreling towards her. I'm like, that's not that's yeah. not gonna work. You can't outrun her. Well, also, also, also. Also, it tries to stop and like slide sideways, and she like duck and covers under the trailer. But there's no wreck; nothing happened. So yep. apparently, yep. after after and, it slid and, sideways, and, yeah. that truck driver just got it back and kept driving. Yeah, oh, kept, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, again, with my day. Which, yeah. which was on par with the rest of that scene yeah. because and the rest of traffic yeah. was just like, ah! oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. he's got it. Cool, yeah. got to get back to work. Yep. Yeah. Dude, they're, 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 it's, it's L.A., dude. They're city drivers. Yeah, I was going to say. They're used to that stuff happens <laughs> every day. This, this is yeah. traffic. <laughs> yeah, every day they drive to work, and there's just kids trying to cross the street, and tankers jackknifing and then straightening back out. It's it's uh, They're used to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, um, every day people hitchhike cross-country to get movies about themselves <laughs> to stop from being made, but when we do it, it's like we're stuck in a cartoon. <laughs> Heck yeah. So <laughs> then, 2010. Oh boy, here we go. Do we need to recap the end of New Nightmare because it was kind of. Well, you got to speak. Uh, it 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 seemed very. I felt like it was supposed to be like a finale of sorts, but like I feel like I already got my Freddy finale, so I wasn't I wasn't sure what to take away from it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Like it was a, I enjoyed the concept of that movie. I enjoyed the execution of that movie. Yeah. When it got to the end, and then the end happened, like I wasn't sure what I was supposed to feel. Yeah. Like I didn't really have any resolve. I didn't really. There was no. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It was just yeah. kind of like like I, I it, didn't. I don't know how I wanted it to end. Just when it ended, I'm like, oh, that was just sort of a normal Freddy ending. Yeah, she kind of goes then, into, and then now it's just over, I guess. Yeah. So he's got the kid, and she has to chase him into the dream world, and rescue him, and shut him in, a, shut him away in a oven. And there's there's some allusions to Hansel and Gretel that aren't super great, um, <clears throat> but they uh, they totally do the thing. It's just, well, it just, it's, you know, it's like this demon abode. It's kind of generic, I feel like. You know, there's like fire and some stone pillars. And I just, I 
don't have a lot to say yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, feel, I feel like the movie was really it. high concept. Yeah. Until it got to the end, and yeah. then they just plugged in a normal ending. Yeah. Well, from, well, one, from, ends... from the rest of the franchise, yeah. like the whole movie's so different yep. from the franchise, and then it gets to the end, and it's like, here's how they all end. Right. Yeah. And then it's over. <laughs> here's yeah. how they all end. Well, and it ends with it ends with her reading the script for the movie to the kid. Oh yeah. So like, I feel like that's the oh. We... We're right. Look, we we never left our own butts. Yeah, yeah. We're still we're still up here. <laughs> now, uh, at the same time, that like we're witnessing Wes Craven, uh, probably not invent, but like semi perfect meta for yeah, this entire right? movie. Yeah. You know, and and then two years after this is when he pops out Scream, right? Which changes the game drastically. Also, yeah. So uh, I felt some lead in to that. You know, oh, not not from a direct sure. story, but from a style totally. sense for sure. Uh, so. I dug the journey though. Just the yeah. Just just I, just I, felt I, underwhelmed at the very last minute. Yeah. Yep. I enjoy that movie quite a bit. Um, I do not enjoy the 2010 remake. <laughs> and why would you? So so I have to say right off the bat, I, I for the longest time I I thought that I like like I haven't been able to nail down my feelings on it, and I you know I feel like I tried to defend it a lot, and. Um, I would say things like, oh, you know, I really enjoy uh, Jackie Earl Haley's Freddy. Um, watching it this time, I think I've finally come to nail down that I don't. I just, I, there's nothing good about this movie. Um, I just like Jackie Earl Haley, so I really want to like his you Freddy. I really want to like it. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Um, I, I really enjoy Jackie Earl Haley as a person. Uh, his voice is is fun. It's fun listening to Freddie sound like Rorschach. Yeah, um, there's a I, it, it, that threw me a little. Like yeah. I, I don't know that I would have changed it. It was a good Freddie voice. <clears throat> there was just several times where like he would say something threatening, and all I heard was Rorschach. <laughs> and especially going through this because I did the same thing the first time I watched this. I remember enjoying it. Yeah. I did the same thing with the Friday the Thirteenth remake also. Like I watched it and I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. And then I watched it again several years later. I'm like, man, this sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, it's also it's also super <laughs> like like when we watch these things like with an eye for the critique, so we can talk about it on this podcast. Yeah. It's it's totally different when it's yeah. just like I paid ten bucks, I got some popcorn, I got a soda. For sure. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna for make sure. jokes about this thing because John's sitting right next to me. Yep. You yeah. know, like it's it's a different it's experience. Different. Yeah. And right. I and I, right. I didn't go through like all the franchises before the remakes came out. Right. So like watching it right now as an aftermath to mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff I really enjoy, and yeah. then watching this, you're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is this doesn't compete. Yeah, that's I think that's a big thing to note, a big takeaway here. Like when you put this up against the other movies, it really reveals just how not good this one is. Yeah. In comparison. Yeah. Um yeah, and since this was the this was the last movie we watched <laughs> out of, you know, this whole marathon we just did of all these other movies. Yeah. Ugh. It just mm-hmm. was not the way mm-hmm. not the great way to well, end it all. That's what I was about to say. Like he would like he would say stuff and it would sound threatening, except all I could hear is Rorschach, and then all I'm thinking is I wish I was watching a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the one watching. thing I, the one thing I like about this movie is done way better in that other one. Yeah. You know? Um, so this so this basically just rides out the story of the first one and and it's so obvious that they weren't trying or putting any thought into it they were just like well what what the first one do have have a blonde girl who seem have a blonde girl die first we'll have a blonde girl die first uh, Nancy can 
figure out. I don't know. It did everything bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's, everything it's, it's was interesting, bad. too, was... that, like, it's sort of a remake, but, like, Nancy is the only character that is still there, like, but mm-hmm. only a name. Right. Because she's not really the same-ish. Like, yeah, all the other characters all. have different names than yep. the characters yep. from the other movie. And... Like we we've talked about like the the Tina kill right. for the other girl where they definitely did the same yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but well, it, they do, they say they do the Tina kill except it's terrible, and yeah. then uh, Jesse has the same story arc as Rod did, where he gets blamed for it and runs away and gets thrown in jail. Yes. But then they kill him, and it it is somehow lamer than yeah. just just well. Well, it's, air hanging him, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. so so it's dumb because they're not together. So like in in the first one, like all the the, the main characters are all there. Yeah. And and they hear Tina getting murdered upstairs because she's screaming her head off, um, and Rod's trapped in the room with her, right? Um, and then he jumps out the window, and so there's somebody there to call their cops. In this one, like it's just the what was it? Chris and Jesse. Yeah. So it's just Chris and Jesse. Because Chris's mom went out of town, so they're the only ones in the house. Jesse watches her get murdered and gets like some blood splashed on him, and then he goes running down the street, and then he immediately runs over to Nancy. And even though he's been the one that's like, you know, this is all this is all crazy. You just you know you're you're traumatized because you saw Kellen Lutz die. You know, like like now he's convinced, so he runs over to Nancy, covered in blood, and it's like. Freddy's real. If you die in your dream, and he explains the plot to her basically, right? Yeah. And then he runs out and gets super arrested. Like there was nobody to call the cops. There was nobody like you know. I mean, he just ran down the street. You know, like where did the cops yeah. come from? Why is he the one that gets to run and give the plot rundown? And how how unimaginatively blatant is it just for him to show up and be like, Freddy's real. If you die in your dreams, you die. Yeah. You, you die for real. Oh my gosh, I yeah. gotta get out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie also destroys the pacing. Uh huh. Concept definitely. Like, it's I mean it starts off with a really cool death when Kellen Lutz dies. Like they're in this diner basically, and and uh, you know uh, Freddie gets him and cuts his throat. But in the real world, all all uh, is it Nancy who's watching him or is it Chris? Na- both. Both. They're okay. Both um, Nancy works at the diner, and Chris yeah. came to see him. Okay, so all they can all they can see in in real life is like he basically takes this giant neck knife and stabs himself in the neck, and like just kind of totally cuts across. And the effects are well done, and it's mm-hmm. it's creepy and gory, and mm-hmm. and you're set up nicely. But then you get those two ripoffs of the first one that neither neither of those deaths work, and then right. you just get nothing for like an hour, right? And right. And then the other thing it does, too, is like we talked about how in all the other movies, they did a pretty good job of making all of the kids likable always. Yep. And in this movie, they're all terrible, awful yep. people that you just want to like watch die. And yeah. they don't even get good payoff for that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're just terrible. Yeah, like yeah. They, they they turn the whole thing into like the, you know, the broody, yep. just total jerk type teenagers yep. Yep. and because that's what we do now in the 2010s and yeah it was just awful man yeah. it was so bad and man there's so many things so they definitely wanted this one to be like 
a serious movie, right? Yeah. So they that like even though this Freddy does throw out some of the classic Freddy one-liners, he doesn't do it the same. Yeah, he is never really comedic or yep. being funny or yep. or like yeah. being enjoyable at all. Like you're not ever rooting for this Freddy, right? Yeah. Like you kind of yeah. sometimes root for Freddy and the old ones because you want to yep. watch crazy kills. Yeah. yeah, and 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 he is he he is a weird dream demon stand-up comedian murdering people yeah. you know like he is putting a bunch of panache into this yes. whereas and I, and I also like Jaggy Earl Haley and I respect what they were what he was trying to do with the character but the one-liners have no place in that and all they do is borrow a bunch of old classic Freddy one-liners yeah, and then misapply the them. One. They use yeah. the wet dream one. But they don't one. make any sense. I know. You know, yeah. like in the first one, this is a kid in bed dreaming about a naked girl. It's a water bed. He throws the line out. It's it's so over the top. It's hilarious. And it, it fits in the situation. In this one, she's just like walking on a floor and the floor starts to turn to blood. So she starts sinking in and he's like, ah, you want to talk about a wet dream? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What? That, but he also and he deliver his delivery is so different though you know I don't know but like I also don't like his look um, you know they kept the hat they kept the sweater we got the claw glove cool you got to have those things but they really steered way further into the make him look like a burn victim thing in this mm-hmm. and I guess I get it it's hard to get away from. Robert England, we talked about mm-hmm. that. Robert right. England's features and everything about that made that old character. But I don't know, like this, I don't, I didn't really like the look of this Freddy. I also didn't like the fact that uh, it was basically all accomplished with CG, mm-hmm. and you know, because he's got like a big hole in the side of his face now, and you know, this this whole movie uses a lot of CG. But like when when a k- main character in the movie is very, very reliant on CG. I don't usually like that, especially since this is 2010 CG, and it really stands out now. Like, here we are 10 years later, and it already stands out. Like It stands out as old, not good CG. So we've got this, like, awful-looking hole in the side of his face, which never looks quite good. And, like, I don't know. Like, like the old old Freddy... Uh, looked horrifying and acted like a cartoon. Yeah. And this one acted horrifying and looked like a cartoon. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. It looked <laughs> yeah. like an animated character yep. and not even like it looked bland and not nothing about it really yeah. stands out or like, yeah, I just, I hated the look, hated mm-hmm. the look. Mm-hmm. And they, they went back, like they tried to do so many homages to the first one uh-huh. or, or the first series. Like I said, with the one liners, with the scenes, you know, the kills were reminiscent. They even did the, like, they did that scene with the hand coming up out of the tub and everything. Yeah. But, like, they clearly just did that because they wanted to put it on the poster or the preview or whatever. Because yeah. that scene was pointless, meaningless, pointless went nowhere. And meaningless and yeah. did, went, it, did, didn't was, even do anything. It was there for half a second yeah. and then it was gone yeah. and they moved on from it and it didn't matter at all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was so dumb. Like, you could have just filmed that and put it in your trailer and not wasted my time in the <laughs> yes. movie throwing it in there for nothing. And and then the biggest problem, I think, probably, um, like you were talking about, every time they would give Freddy some more backstory mm-hmm. in the original series, you felt like they were inching closer to it being way too much. Yep. Man, this one they dove headfirst into headfirst into it. Well, it's modern day Hollywood's obsession with giving everybody a dumb backstory, yeah. a full. We need the full origin story. It's very important for the audience to yeah. see an entire origin story for them to like a character. That's how Hollywood thinks. Yep. And and the other thing they did is they 
they steered full on into the child molester thing. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't the Springwood slasher in this. He yep. wasn't. He was just some dude who worked at a preschool who happened to be a pedophile. Yep. Right. And that's how all the kids were connected to him this time. They yep. were all victims of a, this pedophile yep. Yep. at this preschool. Yep. And when they told on him, the parents killed him. Yes. Yeah. So he's yes. Back and so the kids all so repressed the their memories on the kids. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, they. Uh, they also do that bit in the in the middle where the the main kid uh, or the main male Quentin Quentin yeah I can't remember his name they uh, he gets caught in this dream world and he's watching Freddy's memory for some reason and they do this you know the bit where they they make it look like he was innocent and so he comes out of the dream and is super mad at the parents because they went and killed this innocent guy or whatever and they're full on like they're playing freddy is this sympathetic character yep like they're trying to get you on his side yep. and then like the swerve is uh no he actually was all these terrible things and also the terrible things are or or i don't, I don't, I don't let know let me complain about this a little more because yeah. that really bugged <clears throat> so one of one of the things because this goes back into also when i would defend it um, for for the first several years, the last twenty eleven, jeez, the last ten years, ten yeah, <laughs> the last ten years now. That's crazy. This is ten years old already. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it just came out. But um, so I remember watching that, and when they went, I remember watching it, and when they went into the whole like, oh, he's you know, is an innocent man. I, I remember being like, nope, no, no. Yeah. No, he is not an he, innocent man. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then when they revealed like because then the uh, Nancy and Quentin go back to the school and they go down and find his cave with all the kitty porn of them that he had taken. Apparently, um, he I was I was like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, he really was a pedophile. I was like, okay, good, good. So like, I remember being like, oh, I I like that they did this twist and then twisted back and. Um, so I would always defend that kind of aspect of it, um, except watching it this time doesn't work at all. Doesn't it's bad because that kid that kid wakes up from that dream like he he has a dream sees Freddy like get chased and the the trick is so in the first one they had captured Freddy they'd arrested him they put him on trial he got off because of a technicality so then they hunted him down and killed him this one when the kids came the parents didn't want the kids to have to testify and uh, be known as the you know these kids that were molested and didn't have to want them to have to go through all that so they just go and and lynch Freddy essentially and yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. burn him um, with no trial and no cops or anything um so this kid comes out of this dream that Freddy had shown him of them burning him and he is instantly just like you burned an innocent man. Like even in the, even in the dream, there's not really like anything where Freddie is like, I mean, Freddie's screaming, I didn't do it, you know, but like, yeah, there's no proof. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. There's no reason for this dream to lead him necessarily to believe that it wasn't real. And so he goes in and he starts yelling at his dad. He's like, you burned an innocent man. Now he's trying to get revenge on us. And we, we were kids. We would have said anything. And how did you know? Did you ever find his, his rape dungeon, whatever, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, hold on. First of all, your kids, you would have said anything. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Like, what do you mean? Like, hold on. Why are you all of a sudden assuming that you were lying about this? What is happening here? I don't right. understand. Like, why would this be not a thing? Why would you even think that? Um, so, so that's dumb. 
Then also the dad, you know, he's like, did you ever find his his dungeon? And the dad's like, no. And then they immediately go, and it's the only place it could have possibly been. Like, did they even look? Because <laughs> Quentin and Nancy go down and, and yeah. into the, because he lived in the basement of this preschool. And, and they go down, and there's blatantly like a, a board pushed up against the wall that they move where there's like a door, not even like a secret door or a hole in the wall. There's just a door that they push aside, and then his little pedophile dungeon is under there yeah. yeah so like so like one that's a thing like how did you not find that right a. and and two all right so this is 2010 so and these kids are all what like 16 i mean they're not graduating yet so they're right. like you know 17 at the oldest right mm-hmm. uh, that means this happened in the 90s uh preschools didn't have weird Gardeners who lived in the basement in the '90s because the '70s and '80s had happened, so we knew they were pedophiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. like, that's just not a thing that happened in the '90s, guys. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's uh, who's that guy over there in the corner? Oh, that's just Fred. He's our gardener. He lives in the basement. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. My yeah, kid doesn't go to the school yeah. anymore. He he loves the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's also, so we keep him around. Yeah, he's he's also he's he takes all his breaks during during uh, recess. Yeah, and. Some some other breaks oddly where he just you know likes to hang out with the kids so we let him take him down into his basement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. No, nope, like, my kid doesn't go yeah. to the school anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, this movie sucks. Yeah. I just. I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I just. Those are all my problems with it. Really. I just. I don't know. I. I. They just did that thing. Let's make it serious and moody and just go like, let's really make people hate Freddy. And like, you know, yeah. they just did all this stuff. And like, you totally lost the heart of these movies in doing so. You just, you're, you, I don't know. You got away from it too far. You went too far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm totally, the, I'm totally like, fine with let's make it serious. Cause the first one was made pretty to be pretty scary. You know, he wasn't, yeah, and it, he it, wasn't goofy in the first one. You know, he, I mean, he had some, he had some lines, he had, you know, some good lines, but he wasn't like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He wasn't know. a cartoon character. Yeah. Right. In the first, but one. you're absolutely right about the, you guys lost the heart of the, you guys, yeah. have you even seen any of the you other movies? The point. Well, you and, right. like, and you're not like, I, I assume they make everything hoping it'll be super successful and they'll make sequels. Where are you taking this franchise? Yeah, you know, because like the first series, it, like it's weird enough if you step back and think about it, because at no point are you necessarily rooting for Freddy, but Freddy also evolves into this cartoony one-liner machine. You enjoy seeing him work his magic. That's why you keep coming back for more of these movies. So it's way really easy for you to to not at all at any point think about the fact that you're watching a former child murderer turned demon guy here yeah. you know yeah. this one they are just overloading you with the molestation stuff yes and what like what are you doing with number two yeah here yeah right. where yeah. are you going with that exactly and he's got you know the first one made perfect sense and was awesome that his his evil and motivation was to come back and get revenge on the people who killed him by killing their children right that's terrifying mm-hmm. this one his evil motivation was to come back and uh, force his favorite victim into eternal sleep so she could continue to be his victim forever. Uh, gross. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, 
Everything about this movie makes your skin crawl. Yeah. And in point of fact, like I said, they even take you on that ride in the middle where they're like, we'll make you feel sympathy for Freddy, and then we'll show you what he really is. So what does that do to your audience? Where yeah. you know, Where is the victory there? Yeah. Like, yeah. if your storytelling works, everybody just feels really icky and <laughs> doesn't want to talk about your movie ever or see it again or come back for a sequel. What are you thinking? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Ugh. <laughs> well, the four was awesome. Let's not dwell. Four was awesome. Three was awesome. Four was awesome. Because mm. as bad as that was, this whole franchise was awesome. Yep. So yep. good. Yep. And so good. You know. And, and, yeah, and I come but... back. I come back to point out what I said last week about I think this being the strongest series. You know, like like it's got. The, I think it's got the most consistency. It tells the most overarching story. You know, all the stories are connected, you know, at least a little bit. I mean, the, the Fridays, they're just kind of connected by Jason, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. You've got, you've got the Tommy Jarvis. I was going to say, they had the but, Tommy Jarvis little yeah. trilogy there in the middle. Yeah. Similar, but not, <laughs> but still not as story-driven exactly. as these exactly. movies are. Yes. That was like reoccurring yeah. bits, but, or, yeah. you know, pieces, but... Uh, also, but. also, one of those is one of the worst movies. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Um, and, and, you know, the the Halloween movies, too, like, they're fantastic. And we talked about yeah. how much we love those. But even those, like, when they went off the rails, they went off the yeah. rails. The, the, so best ones, the best ones are great. Yeah. yeah the but best that one has a lot of stinkers. Yep. Exactly. Two, two yeah. is not very good. Three is something else. Four is great. Five is not very good. Six is trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like I like the overall... Michael Myers mythos uh-huh, a little uh-huh. more, maybe, but uh, the series is not as strong overall. Exactly. I think the highs are a little higher, but the lows are way lower. You know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. And there's nowhere near as much consistency. Well, we do have Happy a format to stick to with the freak easy. No, so... they got broken last week. <laughs> yeah, you threw him out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm bringing we him back. We don't have to do that anymore. That. No, oh, okay. That. If you're bringing it back, that's yeah, fine. No, I have that. Uh, yeah. I have that power. Yeah. Um, so overall favorite, fa- what was your favorite movie? I think I'm going to go with dream warriors. Yeah. Um, okay. Four is so good and so strong, but man, I don't know. There's just something so fun and so special about dream warriors yeah. that I think it takes, it, it takes the top spot for me, but they are both right there. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go four. Four? I gotta go, Dream Master. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I honestly, I put six real high on my list. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like it's nowhere near as good yeah. as several of these, but like I, I was smiling for an hour straight. Okay. You know what I, I mean, mean? Yeah. I'm not even gonna yeah. argue that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but it just, I mean, it 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 can't it can't compete with an actual solid movie that also has those those high points. You know. Yeah. And uh, man, I love Rennie Harlan. So the the original is my favorite. The original? Oh, yeah. It's so good. I, love it I mean, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally uh, get behind that. Yeah. And and I, and I don't know that it's, you know, I love I love Dream Warriors. Um like I said, I like Dream Master better than Dream Warriors. I don't know that the first one is better than those. I I enjoy the tone a bit more and I like Freddy better before he gets quite so goofy. Yeah. You know, yeah. even even in three and four, where he's not just full on a Looney Tune. Yeah, I, I enjoy. I I prefer 
the first Freddy. Oh, for sure. And the first sure. tone. Well, and the beauty of it is, I mean, we just watched eight movies, <clears throat> and there's only two definitively wrong answers. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, who was your favorite character? Alice. Yeah. I, man, by far, Alice, Alice. Alice this time. And, and, like, it's always been... Nancy. I was gonna say, yeah, Nancy's way up there, and um, but I think Alice yeah. is probably. I think I think uh, like if I could count New Nightmare in, like mm-hmm. like with Heather Langenkamp <laughs> well, and Nancy as one thing, yes. it yeah. would be a little stronger. I'd probably still go Alice, but it'd yeah. be a little stronger contention. Yeah. But just counting one and three, yeah, I gotta go Alice. Um, I also think I, I, I want to give some honorable mention to Tina. For sure. She does she does such a great job at doing the... Wait, the, the, I was thinking of somebody different. The Janet Lee, like, like, she sucks you into the first 10 minutes yeah. of the first one, and then gets totally... Like, she is so good at what she does. And still has one of the best yeah. death scenes yeah. oh, out of yeah. the yes. whole franchise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for sure. sure. For yeah. sure. So I feel like I thought you were should... saying Kristen. Oh, that's not, what, that's yeah, what threw me. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I like your reasoning also. Yeah. Um, were there any characters that you couldn't wait to see die? Everybody in the remake. Everybody in the remake. The entire cast mm-hmm. of the remake. <laughs> I'm 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 down with that. Yep. Um, that's pretty much but, it. But let's 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 take if we take the remake out. Oh man. Um, because I. I'm trying to think if there was ever anybody that like. Well, I I can. I'm I'm really glad when uh, Alice's brother dies. Uh, the, guy was that, the Cronati guy. The Cronati guy. Uh, <laughs> look, he is he is such a. He's so not Christian Slater, and he is, <laughs> and he's got this. He's got this thing like, like he's almost like. He, like he plays every Christian Slater character because there are like scenes where he's like Christian Slater from Heather's, and then there's scenes where he's like cool and quippy, like he's in cuffs, and yeah. there's just and he's just oh he's just he's he's bad and um like I don't have any particular malice towards the character, you know it's not like he's a jerk, it's not like he does he just I'm just like uh, can we just okay good he's dead yeah <laughs> I, I that was that was gonna be my go-to yeah and, and again like he's not he's not this awful thing right he's just kind of a pud yeah. yeah um but in a series of strong characters you gotta go where so if i if i can't go with him i'd probably go with yvonne and she didn't even die <laughs> <laughs> that, no but, that's fine yeah no, no but, this is, this, yeah. is this, this is always this is always whether they died or not yeah who was there anybody you just wanted to yeah. get it? Like, but she was just the one that was like always combative and always anno- yeah, not, not so that, annoying. Not annoying. Friend but, in five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one you who know. found the one yeah. who found uh, Amanda Kruger's body. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, and, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go full Freddy here, but she was a total B word. <laughs> total B word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Um. This this is what we come for. Mm. Favorite death, man. I've really had to evaluate these yeah. over and over. Yeah. So I've got I've I've got some a few that I really like. Okay. Um. The the video game one is just like an honorable mention, just because I think it's goofy and over the top. I love the power glove. That's great. 
Um, comic book one is a good honorable mention. I could just name all of them because they're all yeah. great. Um, I think the marionette death mm. is probably one of my favorites of the whole franchise because it's so just gross when those tendons rip out yeah. of his arms and then his arms get pulled up and he just gets walked around like that is man that is awesome so uh i'm gonna go with that one i'm gonna go with that yep i uh i, I did want to say one thing mildly positive about the uh remake just uh, two visual things i wanted to bring up that i forgot to one being the scene where he's tracking her down in like that convenience store and it's flashing in and out of real world and dream world, yeah. you know, and he's like swiping at her and you can see like stuff like coming, kind of coming off shelves or whatever. Super cool visual. The other one was, um, uh, Nancy's mom's death at the end. Like I was almost mad at how cool that looked. Cause Freddie, like in the, in the original one, he, he does that bit where he just shows up and pulls her through that little tiny window and it looks super cheesy. Cause it was yeah. just a mannequin being yanked through Yeah. in this one. Like he pops out from like a mirror and like stabs through her and then sucks her back into the mirror. Yeah. And then she's just gone. And that was awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I would probably put that visual in contention, like high on my list. Yeah. I would refuse to give it a title because <laughs> it came out of that movie, but I didn't want to not mention it in this podcast because it was so cool, but it's not going to be my answer. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Tina. Yeah. I yeah? think, yeah, Tina was fantastic. It set, it set you up. It, um, I loved the effects of it. Like even as choppy as it was, that just made it look that much more terrifying. And, <clears throat> they they do some really cool stuff throughout the franchise. They do some really goofy stuff that that really hits me. Uh-huh. You know, in 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 the uh, is is super fun, like right up my alley with yeah. with how goofy they get and stuff like that. But nothing ever stood out to me more than just that chick getting drug across that wall, screaming her head off, and then just like yeah. slashes appearing in her. And I mean, like legit, like that's messy, and I yeah. liked it. <clears throat> <sighs> Um, I, I have to give like an honorable mention to the the cockroach kill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not my favorite, but it it deserves like Man, that it barbell, really though. makes my skin crawl. Yeah, like every oof, part of it. Oof. Like when she's in the slime in the Roach Motel, when she pulls her face off and it's a cockroach head. Yeah. Uh, even even when Freddie squeezes the the th- and like all that goo shoots out when yeah. he squeezes the Roach Motel, like it all just makes my the sound because there's all that. Uh-huh. Like that, like ugh, yeah. that vermin sound, oh, it just makes my skin crawl all the way around. And I'm not even like grossed out by bugs or rats or anything. So it's not like, like it's just that scene. Um, I probably would have said Tina, but since you since you said Tina, I'm gonna go with uh, Johnny Depp. Yes, the nice. blood cano. The nice. blood cano. Yep. I, I love. I love. <laughs> I love when he gets. I love when the claws come up and pull him into the bed. Uh huh. And then the blood cano, um, but I also love the blood cano because th- that's the one where uh, when Nancy's dad shows up, she's like, and he's like, uh, he's like, what the coroner say? <laughs> he's asking one of his men. He's like, what the coroner say? And he's like, nothing. He's been in the John Pukin since he walked in that room. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> so, so that's just a great moment. Um, also. Quick little side note: I heard one of the stories about that. Like, like apparently when they did that, because they had built the room that turned for Tina's death. Yeah. And so they used it for Johnny Depp's. Like, like that was they pulled him through the bed and then turned it upside down and dumped the blood through. Yeah. Um, apparently, like 
it, it hit one of the lamps and immediately electrified all the blood. So the guy dumping it got zapped. When all the water came through, it immediately sloshed to one side and twisted the thing. So it threw everybody off the, like, except for the camera guy who was locked into that, locked into his thing. Everybody else who was, like, trying to hold it, like, all the weight of the water shifted to one side. So it's, like, really this, like, the backstory is, like, man, that scene almost killed several people. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my but God. They got but they got the also, shot. But also, well, that's, that's what they say. Like, <laughs> I almost killed all these people, and this happened, and it spun crazy, and, and a couple people were thrown off. Um, but everybody was fine, and we got the shot. So, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Guerrilla movie making, man. Yeah, dude. It matters. Oh, yeah. man, that's so cool. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> so uh, I have a I have a – I have two bonus rounds. Oh, bonus for this rounds. one, because okay. it's because it's it's Halloween. It's it's the end. We, we've we've come through. This is this is the this is the one we came for. So the first bonus round is you may not have an answer for this. Were there any thing in any of the dreams that were like like your dream, your 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 nightmare that you experienced? So Cause, I I would say that okay, there's a couple I could think that would definitely feel very nightmare ish. Yeah. Um the opening to six with the airplane stuff. Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, come on, people don't like thinking about plane crashes and yeah. stuff like that. So anything involving an airplane's always kind of scary. Um, there are several different, and this is one that you brought up a lot, so I might yeah. be stealing yours. Yeah. I'm sorry if I am. Uh, maybe I'll just let you say it if you're going to do it. Well, well, it's totally totally mine because I did bring it up. Um, there's several times where like the stairs turn to goo and like they're sinking as someone's trying to climb up them, uh-huh. or like the ground turns to goo and they can't run away yeah. from Fed- Freddy do, like, and start sinking. Type like, like I have those dreams. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know? you're, like, like, you're totally yeah. right about that. Like that is just one of those very dream things. Where like you're in a nightmare and you're trying to get away and all of a sudden you're just not running fast for some reason or you're stuck to something like that feels like a real nightmare thing. Yeah. And that happens a couple times throughout these movies. So it obviously is something that other people experience enough that they were like, we got to put this in the movie, (laughs) you know, because it came up a bunch. Yeah. I don't know if this counts. My my worst nightmare is watching two on a loop. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess every Counted. second of that. Counted. <clears throat> Ghoulies four. <laughs> That's my nightmare. <laughs> oh, what about Ghoulies four, then then Freddy's Revenge? No, Ghoulies no. <laughs> no. Stop it. Uh, um Okay. Final final bonus round, and then we'll wrap it up for the night. And you guys had to know this was coming. Favorite Freddy one liner. Welcome to prime time. <laughs> that one that's a great one, up. man. Yeah. It's so great. It and that, that's me. one of those, man, you hear that and you know it's iconic. Yeah. And it has become, you know what I mean? Like 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 everybody knows that one. Uh-huh. You know, like like uh-huh. that's that's Freddy's that's Freddy's thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. My my notes oh. stop at four. So. I love that kill though, too. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's another great, that's another yeah. great one. Like that could be on my top list for sure. Um, how sweet fresh meat. That's always mine. Oh, how sweet fresh, fresh meat. Yeah, that's good. Love it. And I love it. in uh, and, and it, it, it makes me doubly happy in Freddie versus Jason when, uh, he's got it. He's got to choose between killing the girl. Who's like the main girl and oh gosh, the girl from destiny's child. What's her name? 
her name. Why can't I? Why am I blanking on her name, man? Same here. Um, Kelly Rowland. There we go. And and he's he's gonna go kill the main girl, and then he's not, and then he's gonna, and then he turns and he has to go. How sweet. (laughs) Dark meat. Oh yeah, that's all right. In. That's all right. In. <laughs> all in. I don't know if that's something that would fly with, uh, you know, social norms and and PC stuff today. If, but I'm all in. Say that stuff, right? <laughs> Said don't. Yeah, I, I I I dive right back into prime time also. But you've already taken that one. Yeah, and it's too good. I say, mean, it's so good. Like there was just so many of them for so like. They even quoted it at the beginning of six yeah. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be forty seven of them in uh, in uh, in three. Well, I was gonna say in oh, five. five. Yeah, yeah, oh, sure. yeah. Sure. and probably like the first half hour of five. Um, I did like the power glove line, except I can't remember exactly how he delivered it. But you did it earlier. Now you're playing with power, <laughs> something like that. Now I'm playing with power. But see, yeah, he, he said something. The power glove. Yeah. <laughs> that's barely even a one-liner. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm 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 failing to end this show here, but I don't I don't have one that jumps out at me any more than prime time. That's fine. You know, that's fine. I just hate copying. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I'm Freddy Krueger. That's John's favorite. That's- <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Freddy Krueger. <laughs> good, good, yeah, good one. I, I did enjoy the delivery quite a bit on if the if the food doesn't kill you, the service will. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, they're all. I mean, that he delivers them all great. Yeah, he delivers them all. Like that's the one thing, man. Robert England figured it out. He figured what out? <laughs> and guys, that's gonna bring us to the end of of this season's geekies, freakiesies. Oh yes! Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have a happy and safe Halloween. Uh, I didn't think of I didn't think of a sleep tight. Don't let the Fred bugs bite. One liner yeah. to to close it on. I should I should have thought of something. Double check all of your candy. I hear there are people putting knife gloves in Snickers bars. <laughs> Whoa, sweet! I want one so, of those. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be like all the other kids on the playground. There's something weird about this Snickers mini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that house at the end of the block's giving away four foot long Snickers bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect, guys. Well, make sure if you've enjoyed what we do, like, comment, subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcasting app, rate us, review us if you can do that. Uh, we'll be back next week with our. Mm. Election week special. <laughs> normally, normally we don't get too into politics on this show, but <laughs> but this this year just seems like we, we've we've got to chime in. Is so. that what we're doing? Is that yeah. really what we're doing? I don't even want to pretend like that's what we're doing. That's not. <laughs> well, it's a real life horror show. We got to do something to add to it. <laughs> oh man! Thank you guys for joining us on the Freak Easy. We'll see you next week. All right. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>